Marketing is everywhere. From the billboards on the highways to the notifications on your phone, we are constantly bombarded with people trying to sell us stuff. What makes good marketing? Are you doing enough in your life personally and professionally to market yourself? You have questions, and the Marketing Mad Men have answers. Search the Marketing Mad Men on Google or your favorite podcast provider to get practical marketing advice from expert guests who are shaping and reshaping the business world. They say marketing is a madman's game. Join the Marketing Mad Men every Saturday at 4 p.m. to find out why. Poor thing. By the way, I, I put two videos just now on the the uh, on Rumble uh, videos of uh, the podcast getting ready for the show today. Anyway, how you doing? Hello. It is what is this Wednesday? A rare Wednesday show, uh, the fifteenth of February. Show number 530. It's only me. It's only the Kimmer Kimmer Show podcast with Pete Davis, producer, sidekick, and a sports raconteur extraordinaire. Holy crap at sports later, I'm guessing, or yes. later today. Uh, best podcast, and it's a holy crap at sports way to find it. And uh, the mechanical mangler at the controls, Flounder, Del Condo Flando. And again, um, we've got some thank yous and some stuff and things like that. If you go to thekimmershow.net, you can link into everything. Link into getting on, on YouTube, uh, getting up to Rumble. You can, there's a Venmo uh, pay. Uh, Venmo thing. link. There's our PayPal link, Patreon link. Everything Radio Kimmer. Station, as a, 6.3. Yep. And, and, and anything Pete Davis is at thekimmershow.net as well. So uh, just excellent. head there and you will get anything you need, Kimmer and Pete-wise. Outstanding. Uh, anyway, you've got a lot of newsy things, to, uh, fun stuff to talk about. Also, Google stuff uh, the day after Valentine's Day and uh, various things and we'll see what's going on and a couple of personal things and a lot of newsy stuff on the UFOs and also on on the lack of coverage of the environmental poisonous toxic you know basically American uh, uh, Chernobyl well, in, I, in Ohio it, what it was it love love canal in New yeah, York yeah and that was that was in the 70s, 70s. Yeah. yeah and of course that, you know media was different in the 70s in fact we're going to talk a lot about the media, including an article which he's, he got it backwards, but his point's well made about how the media is is actually on the record now saying uh, this business about being objective is just really stupid. Doesn't make any no, sense. No, they're stupid. Yeah, I know. I, I'm, I'm just saying. Hey, we'll, we'll talk about it. Um, also, uh, some bizarre things in the news. First of all, a couple thank yous. We got a very sweet gift. Uh, <laughs> uh, 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 hold it up. Can you hold up your your gift uh, just for the show? I, I tried to put it on Rumble and I and I wouldn't be. Where's your candy bar? You hold it up so she, oh. they can see it. There you go. Uh, our a very good sweet. It says sweets for the sweets from Deborah on Valentine's Day and sent us big time Charlie Nestle's Crunch Bar. Usually every day I bring the boys a little teeny one, and she sent us. Uh, big full-time Charlie. So thank you, Deborah. That's very, very sweet of you. Also, uh, some of the latest, uh, some Venmo. Uh, again, if you go to Venmo, you can click your, hold your phone up to it, and it'll give you a th- directions on how to send us some money to keep the podcast going. Uh, remember, now last week, Cason uh, uh, sent us some money, and I and I said, I said, what a great name, Cason. And I said, no, I hope I'm pronouncing it right. It's K C A S O N. Could be Cason or Cason or Cason. I pronounce it Cason. Uh, and he said love you guys says if you go subscription i'll go with you and then today we got a message Kason paid you once again because he says because you got the name right pronounced Kason. i still identify as a chubby white bald guy and then it says tell pete to look around the dot 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 
What do you suppose that means? Does it make any sense to you? Uh, I still identify as a well. Oh, it's about finding your place, I guess. Okay. Look around here, I guess so. Anyway, uh, thank you, Kaysen. And Mark uh, uh, sent us another thing, said have a great week. Uh, thank you. So that's Venmo. It's a very easy way to do it. Anyways, thank you. Thank you. Um, a couple things in the news. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, oh, on the way up here, um, as I was, you know, okay, I, when I'm driving, if I have an opportunity to be polite for someone, I, I let them out. I let people get in front of me. And yeah. If they're, you know, if, if, if someone tries to cut me off, they can kiss my ass. I mean, that's a whole nother yeah. thing. But if some, no, I'm serious. Actually, it's the Bastard. same way. I mean, but, but if some, if I see some woman's trying to make a left in front of me and there's nothing going on, I'll let her, you know, it's no big deal. I mean, I try to be polite, yeah. uh, especially since I tend to have a recognizable vehicle. And I, and I, if you get a bad reputation with a car that everybody can spot, then you're, you know, anyway, yeah. anyway, so today I'm coming in and, and I'm, 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 I'm at the intersection. I want to make a left-hand turn. From my right-hand side is a United van line, a big one, huge, long trailer and, you know, the uh, 18-wheeler thing, huge one. And he wants to, he's on my right, he wants to come and take a left on his left, which means he'd be cutting in front of me. So clearly, it's a huge van. I see he's not going to make the turn. I mean, you know, so I literally backed up at least 75 yards. I mean, I went way, way, way backwards. So he had an easy time. He took half my lane to get thing and everything. Is, like, is this going to get interesting well, at some point? I, 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 I'm just, I'm getting two, two things. And so, I, you know, modern day stuff. And so I backed up all this thing and, and he gets done. No wave, no honk of the horn, no nothing. And I'm thinking, you know, you... I, and I'm, that happens all the time. It's a Yankee. All the time. It's a Yankee. However, uh, uh, driving down here, I took the, I took the easy road. I, I came right down uh, Alfreda Highway, Roswell Road, whatever that is, you know. But then it kind of turns into, uh, as, you're, as you're driving south through Roswell, uh, it become, it, it, from two lanes shift into one, and the right-hand lane has to get over, or uh, it's a, a mandatory turnoff. And everybody always gets in that right-hand lane trying to cut you off to, to beat you to that line. Everybody, everybody knows it who drives it. You can see them. And it was a woman coming up, you know, but she came up behind me on, on the uh, side of me on the right, and I, and I knew she was going to try to beat me off because you can tell by their body language and the way they're doing it. She was trying to what? Trying to, try, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> trying to, trying to, trying to exercise her uh, inability to be an idiot and get in front of me. Uh, so sure enough, she tried to cut me off and I wouldn't let her. So I felt bad about that. Once again, you know, if you if you're trying to screw somebody, then screw you. But if you need if you need something, we're helpers. I'm sorry, go ahead. Rocco. Yeah. Hey, Flounder, yeah. get camera and blackboard to illustrate this boring story. <laughs> <laughs> well, the other funny thing is, is uh, there's been a line of people waiting, and they were curious at what time we were actually going to start. There's like a pool. <laughs> yeah. It's a pool. There's a pool. You people and should put money on it. <laughs> Put money on it. <laughs> All right, I give up. <laughs> and we and can it, easily be bribed to start it. Yeah, and it looks like Ed got it. It was, uh, we started at 1238. So now we're doing lottery stuff? <laughs> <laughs> well, hell, then we should run the game. Oh, oh, oh whoa, whoa, hold well, on a minute. It. We would rig it, though, you know. No, 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 wait a minute. Let's do a thing. <laughs> well, Pinky we don't swear. know. I mean, uh, we can... Uh, How will we do that? Well, it would be the honor system. <laughs> I get honor. Yeah, I get honor. <laughs> no, really, there's got to be some way. Rolling the, you know, have, have, have the the drip of the faucet or something that would would start the, you know, the next time the faucet drips, we begin the show. I mean, no, something they, we have no control. It's when the show starts. 
Right, I'm, that's what I'm saying. Uh, have people, you know, send, give us a dollar a month, and then every show we uh, we we, we the see what, whoever picks a number, they pick a number what time the show is going to start, and then we uh, divide the money or whatever. Yeah, I, and I, this would be a great uh, segment to get sponsored. So there you are. There you are, sponsored by the Georgia Lottery. But we couldn't do it every show. Cause no, no, once a month or something, we could do it. And you see, you might win a big time Charlie, but we'd have to have, you know, variations and to make it one show, okay, guess this show on this date when we start. Yeah, but 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 we know they know we're going to start within a 10-minute period probably, so it might not, you know. Well, we have whatever. the detailed production meetings. Yeah, and, yeah, there you go. All right, well, all right, let's erase all of this and start over. <laughs> hey, how you doing? It's only me. It's only, oh, sorry. All right. Okay, uh, I, I promise you we'll, have, we'll actually have some fun later. Anyway, so screw the United Van I, and, and Lady. Um, I heard coming in a couple of statistical things which are very um, um, uh, disturbing. 14% of high school girls have reported they've been pressured into sex and have done it, apparently. Have been, you know, 14%, which is above and beyond those who are willingly to do it. And, and apparently that number is growing. More and more girls are being pre- feel pressured girls into sex. Girls have been sex. pressured into sex well, since but, the beginning but, of time. Well, they're always being, we're not talking about being hit on. We're talking about, make, you know, making them do it. It's, it's, I'm sorry. It's, it's one since step the short 60s, of rape. Yeah, I don't think it's changed. Okay, forget it. Girls do what you want. You're all a bunch of tramps. Uh, signed, Pete Davis. All right. Well, Norm um, McDonald said, uh, let's quit shaming sluts. I I have no such thing as a slut, just a (laughs) really cool girl. Just a (laughs) really cool girl. If you are a fan of the man, who am I? World needs. I just. uh, (laughs) Almost 60% of girls these days, high school girls, feel hopeless and depressed, and 30% have thought about suicide. And I heard one of the guys talking about this mention, uh, he feels the same way I do about the causes of many of these things. It's the Kardashians. Social media and the iPhone. And they got to look a certain way. And one year it's got to be bone skinny. The next year you got to have a big ass. But and it's it not keeps be- changing because of the not, It used to be fashion. because of Glamour Magazine and yeah. Cosmopolitan. Now it's the phone. Now yeah. it's your social yeah. media iPhone. It's yesterday's smoking. Everybody smoked, and then we're all dying from it. So, oh, my God, I didn't know that was going to be that bad for us. The iPhone social media connection of the world getting so much smaller and people feeling they have to react to something that's none of their damn business and isn't true. Did you hear the story last week? Jesus. A young girl who had jumped into a pool and saved a little little kid's life. So she was a hero. Yeah. Was beaten up by bullies at school to the point where she had bruises. The Daily Mail had the story. Bruises all up and down her legs. That's not what got her. She went home, those bullies went on social media and laughed at her and posted pictures of everything and then beating her or something like that. That's what made her kill herself. Oh, that's social that's, media. That was, that's, you know, I didn't read the facts of that story. I remember that, the, the, oh my God. I'd find, if I was their parents, I'd, I'd find every, every one, one of them motherfuckers yeah. and I'd go to prison. Their I'd lives, kill every well, one of them. Their lives would never be the same, whether they lived Break or not. Break their damn legs first. Oh my God. Because that, that to me... We all did stupid things when we were kids, and we did mean things when we were kids. That is beyond yeah. the pale, yeah, what they did. Is there, I mean, again, what what's the worst charge you can get? Like manslaughter, or what would be something? Well, it would have to be something, you know, involuntary manslaughter, where you, you, you knew your actions. Well, they'd have to prove that they that they that they knew their actions would cause Just her to, to do that, and that's be very hard they to do. they did beat her up. But if they, were rec- if they were reckless, and the recklessness led to, I mean, that's some, there's got to be some kind of a, a, a homicide charge, or I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know. Well, Cindy makes a good point. She goes, what do you expect when they teach our kids to hate everything, everyone, and themselves 
That's exactly what they teach. That's yeah. what your your socialist teachers in their yeah. unions are teaching your kids yeah. to hate everything. Yeah. Well, I, I had put up the meme uh, last week, a couple days ago, a picture of uh, five or six young, young kid, you know, like 12, 13 year old boys and girls, different races and cultures and so forth. And it said, if you want to uh, prevent racism, stop calling these people racists, you know, at the age of nine, you know, dividing us and stuff. And it's just, just creating more, creating more yeah, division and hate and racism oh. and specialties and victims and guilt and equity. And my entire life, I've tried to help people. I know that. I've tried to help people that are not that are don't look like me. Help help black people, Hispanic people. I don't anymore. Because <laughs> every time I turn around, I'm being called a racist and a bigot just because of who I, I am. I know. So fuck you. You're on your own now. I know. I don't, I don't care. It's wrong. Um, a couple of uh, speaking well, of a uh, uh, gazunite of a because uh, you're white. <laughs> Hello. Oh, sp- oh, all right. Well, now, hold on a second. I got. Uh, I got. Uh, you might get a kick out of this uh, as a relation to that. There's a very well-known Democratic lawmaker uh, uh, named Angie Craig in Washington D.C., and she has been outspoken against the police. She called for pr- letting people destroy property on her Twitter account and her uh, key aide. Same thing. Uh, when there were deaths related to police in New York, she said, "Burn it all down." Uh, wants to defund the police. She claimed the city should fund counselors, not cops. Uh, she promoted the Minnesota Freedom Fund, the far-left group that supports defunding police. And then all of a sudden, uh, uh, Ms. Craig said, uh, I was assaulted in an elevator in my D.C. car apartment complex by someone who wasn't even prosecuted over the course of the law, almost a decade, uh, the course of all these assaults that same day. I now think we have to think about how in the world we can make sure we're not just letting criminals out all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Duh! Did you see the Bill Jeez. Maher thing? He had Paul Begala on, and he's talking oh about the crime God. in all the cities. And Margo, Paul Begala was cities. a Democrat with Hillary yeah. back in the back in the days, and even before her too. Said all the major cities are Democrat run. There's major crime everywhere. Even the LA Times has come out saying you don't have to be a Fox News saying. Right. Uh, Portland says it to see all the crime everywhere. And you know what Paul Begala said? Well, you know what? Uh, Republicans, look, look at Bakersfield. Look at Bakersfield, California, which is not a major city, by no, the way. No. It's, it's run by Republicans. It's, it's Trump country, and they have the highest murder rate in California. And, and, and <laughs> Maher didn't push back. If I'm Bill Maher, I'm like, Bakersfield? <laughs> oh, I'm talking St. Louis, New York, Detroit, Atlanta, Memphis, L.A., Portland, yeah. and you come back with Bakersfield? Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. And, and basically, he was saying that the, the crime is rampant on this. What were you talking about there? Uh, the uh, Democrat woman who uh, defunded the police and then got beat up in an elevator mm-hmm. once now uh, uh, called for more uh, police and uh, jail time. Yeah, there's something about the Begala said something else that was really, really stupid. But Maher was pointing out the fact that, that it's an Achilles heel, the crime thing for the Democrats, and no one's really talking about it, even though there's a few, the LA Times did. Yeah. And the Portland woman said something about it. So. Yeah. Um, oh, by the way, uh, let's do this. Can you bring a, a camera over here? Yeah. Because I want to show you uh, this something. I put, again, I <laughs> I, kinda, I put this on Facebook this morning. I took video of what I'm about to show you on Facebook this morning. And I, I think I said on the Facebook post, I said, I'm going to do this now as kind of a tease because the boys never watch any of my videos that I ever post ever <laughs> on Facebook. And so they won't know anything about this. And so if you will uh, have a camera to show, we may have yeah, to. Okay, I'm going to put that right there. So. Oh, okay. Uh, what I did was just a little treat. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, this will shock you, but Sophia has been nothing but bitching ever since we came on. But Sophia, uh, I think Sophia, Sophia might need a They little. are yet to figure out how to properly schedule events. 
And just one thing, why do you why do you watch Sophia if you hate us so much? I don't understand. God. Well, that's her comfort zone. I think I was married to her. <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, oh, there goes the cat. There's your tree, and the cat's got it. <laughs> Open it up and show it. Can you show what it is? Yeah. If you, without spilling it, it's all arranged. Oh, I got <laughs> Can you see what it is? We're going to get a camera going to eat there. the roses again. <laughs> <laughs> Kitty cat smelled that goodness. Right. I made uh, 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 sugar cookies. It says Kimmer Show. And, and I was going down the aisle, and I saw, I saw this frosting that's in a tube <laughs> that you can uh, make little letters, you know, to decorate cupcakes or cookies, whatever. Um, and, and by the way, just for the record, um, I wasn't planning to do this, but I was walking along and I saw, I, look, I was looking at the cookie shelf. This was in the main Publix I go to on Main Street in Alpharetta, not the one up in Milton, uh, the bigger one. And there were almost no cookies in the cookie sale thing. It, it, it comes and goes. It was it's unbelievable. Weird. It's weird. They, they didn't have, they had any, I mean, they had, that was the only uh, sugar cookie. Well, you know cookie. why? Because huh? it's Valentine's. People do Valentine's well, I guess. cookies. But do you, you'd think they'd plan for it. I mean, what am I, who am I, I guess? Anyway, so that was, that's some uh, company, some girl company. It's, it's an all-girl company, well, and they don't put. So you put this video on earlier. Yeah. Because I, I wonder where these comments were coming from. <laughs> uh, Blake, two topics today, hair clippers and sugar cookies. <laughs> Rocco, I don't think I would eat anything from Kimmer's Kitchen. <laughs> Blaine says, Flounder has survived Kimmer meatloaf. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> uh, Rocco, the stuff he throws into everything he cooks doesn't sound very good. <laughs> and uh, Scotty, the window guy, Kimmer is soilent green. Yeah, yes, I am. Well, so boys, and they're pretty good. I mean, uh, and, and it's some girl company I'd never heard of. Uh, oh. It's got like a pink uh, <laughs> container. Sandy goes, what an artist. Mark, a little stiffer. Uh, that's some sad cookies. <laughs> They're delicious. <laughs> anyway, uh, boys, uh, that's uh, there you go. Um, now, uh, speaking of the other thing, they're sugar cookies. What's that? It says Kimber Show is what it said. <laughs> I was going to put dirty phrases, and I thought, well, they won't let us put that on there. So anyway, uh, now, the other thing, I put video on this this oh, morning, yeah. too. Uh, it was a good idea. Delicious. They? And again, I don't remember the name. But it, it, the package is pink, pink and white, and it's, it's, uh, it's called something like yummy, I don't know, something silly, and it's an all, I read the package, the thing on it, and I, because I was afraid when I read it, it's an all-girl group, and they don't use any MSG, or they don't use any something or other, and, uh, you know, no porcupine lips, or, uh, you know, whatever, so it's supposed to be some big-time Charlie clean, uh, no whatever stuff in it, but it's freaking delicious, and, and, and they made them in, in rounder cut pieces, which is very, it was very unusual, anyway, I think they were great, just give them a little plug. Uh, now, the other thing, just very quickly, sorry to do a personal thing, is this really, really boring, it just, it shows Honestly, it shows once again how it, when you get to a certain age, you get to be felt like you're gone. I put that video on the podcast page again this morning, today. I've had the same clipper razor for almost 15 years, oh, I think, God, and finally it died. Clippers. Okay, finally it died. I, I don't, I don't use a, 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 you know, sh I don't shave anymore. I just have a clipper and I go like this and this and that's bing bang. So, but even that, even not using it very much, it, after almost 15 years, I've had it. It finally died. So, so I went to the store. Yes, I went to Target yesterday, you know, to save some money, and I and I looked at all the things. And uh, the one I had was a Remington. I said, oh, yeah, I'll get another Remington. It will last pretty good. It was cheap, and so I got the little Remington kit and I bring it. And I put the I put the video on the podcast. This morning to show what happened. I opened the box, put the thing, and went to plug it in to the outlet. And uh, the cord, the power cord that goes from the clipper, the Remington clipper, to the wall 
is one of those square plug-in pieces for your computer. No, it's a, yeah, it's a USB. So what you need to have is yeah, I know. So I had to go downstairs and I get the I get the uh, the little pl- white plug with the things in it that I use to charge my phone when I'm doing work in the morning all the way downstairs. So now I have now an I extra charge, one. Yeah. So you have an extra one. Yeah. I'll buy it from you. And, and so so now I was going to say now I have to five hundred dollars. These cost five hundred dollars. Four four hundred. I'm not a penny more. Um, are you sure you don't? Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, I mean it's. It's unbelievable and I'm thinking so now I have to go stumble around what if I didn't have an iPhone what if I didn't have a computer I wouldn't be able to charge my phone I mean my clipper well so that's okay with everybody screw you if you don't have a thing you don't get to use our product after all why don't you just bring it back to the store wait another couple hours to fill out your forms and get in parking line and everything else and waste your whole freaking day like I did anyway for freaking Target man I'll tell you what like anyway but I couldn't believe it you can't plug in you if I didn't have and it said well just plug it into your computer <laughs> no I'm not gonna plug my razor into. I mean are you kidding Anyway, I know I use the razor in the bathroom, not downstairs when I'm watching the news and getting the radio and the thing with the thing. I, 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 don't, know, I don't know what to tell you. The world's changed. I know I don't like it. I don't. I, no, sir, I don't like it. No, sir, I don't like it. And, and, I, and I'm not going. I'm just, you know. <laughs> I mean, really, I, with the nerve. I know. But uh, could they just assume that everybody's got the, you know, the oh, whatever. Yeah, they are. Jesus, I, I mean, I, I just, I can't freaking believe it. Okay. Well, the funny uh, thing is, is on, on new Apple computers, it's all the lightning bolt. Well, so they're getting you, away from that to this USB-C or yeah, something. Yeah, the USB-C. But they're going to make that just as exclusive as now, what they is did that? the Lightning. What, is that a plug? or what, it, Basically, what? if you have an Apple product, you're going to have to just use the Apple cord. You can't just get somebody else's I see, cord. You know, they've been, but they've been doing that. Yeah. You know, computers don't match you. They've been yeah. doing that on purpose for the, yeah. from the beginning. God, I mean, I, how hey. scummy is that? Give her hope. <laughs> <laughs> good, aren't they? Uh, yeah. um, let's right. see. Let's see. Uh, oh, a quick note from me. Uh, um, bum, 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 message. And hold on, I got to get my message app. Here we go. A quick note, especially for you, Pete, uh, from our friend uh, Jimmy, the T Man. And he says, uh, Hey, Kimber, I got a couple of things. One is you guys should go ahead and set up a paywall, get the subscription going now, maybe switch to three episodes a week, put out two behind the paywall, maybe only one for free. I need to think through that more but that's so far the other thing is about uh, dating over 60 (laughs) by the way we weren't terribly serious on Monday when we did the pre-thanks uh, three Valentine's show about let's get girlfriends. Okay, <laughs> like you know, in fact, I got a message from me saying, "Well, uh, you're getting swamped with women who want to audition for the job of the Kimmer Show podcast." Girlfriend, guess who said that? <laughs> <laughs> I, I wrote back, "Yeah, I'm hiring a secretary. <laughs> Keep everybody straight." Uh, he said, "The other thing about dating over 60, I've uh, good stories to tell, but the bottom line." Is dating over 60 is rough. If I ever go back to dating online dating, I'll look for 40 year olds for sure. I have good stories about dating after 60 for some other time, including, oh, uh, <laughs> well, I want you to say, including a rather unusual woman, let's say. Amy, <laughs> Amy has a note for a flounder here. Yeah. Okay. Fake tits don't feel like a shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, you know, either 
you know, prove it or... Say well, it. never mind. Sorry. That's yeah, that's say. right. We're, yeah, come on down. Yeah, come on I'll down. be the judge of that, hey, come lady. Come on down. You're uh, the next I think you're though. lying to me, frankly, and I've got 50 bucks to prove it to you, is it? <laughs> <laughs> it's like the old joke of the, the guy comes over <laughs> to, to this, his buddy's, his best friend's wife. It's at the, the best friend's gone. He comes over to the guy's house and his wife answers the door and, he, and he's talking to her and he says, he said, you know, I've always been really a big face. He said, I know you're going to think this today, but I'll give you $500 if you just let me feel you up for a minute. $500. She said, you, he said, yeah, I swear to God. And she says, well, hell, why not? Don't never tell. He said, no, no. So he gives her the $500 and it goes about his business, goes home. And then uh, her husband comes home after work that night and he, and he says, hey, honey. She says, how you doing? He said, hey, did my buddy Bill drop off that 500 bucks he owed me? <laughs> I think we all knew that where it's going. Anyway, just for the record. Um, now, a couple things, a couple things. Uh, I got the Razor Tech. Um, Oh, how about a, um, I want to talk about your house search in, in just a second, because that's very, very important for all of us here. Um, I did see something really unusual, uh, kind of a good news thing. On TV, did you see this ad for dog food? And it said, this is the greatest dog food. You, know, you want to get your dog to live the longest he can. And they had about 30 dogs. And the, uh, the, uh, the age, the all dogs were 23, 18, 19, 17, 22 years old. I mean, a whole passel of them. And I thought, that's got to be the greatest commer selling commercial for dog food of all time. I mean, you know, 24-year-old dog, I mean, uh, I, I mean, they were right there jumping around, having fun, you know, Bill, 24, uh, you know, uh, uh, Spot, 18. I mean, uh, dogs don't, you know, big dogs live to be eight. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I, my bull mastiff Harley lived to be, uh, I think, almost 11, and Trouser the uh, Great Dane was, I think, 10. But that's rare. I mean, uh, big dogs have shorter lifespans. Same with big horses, as we know. Anyway, um, so I thought that was, uh, I don't I, ironically, I don't remember the name of the dog food. It might have been Farmers, maybe. That was that, that what it? I might have been. No. Anyway, they showed all these dogs. Uh, speaking of food, uh, Flounder noticed this, too. We were talking politics a little bit before we got going on the show. By the way, I'm speaking really fast. I know. And saying nothing. And saying absolutely nothing. What Faulkner says. But at least he's fast. What, 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 what is that? Uh, such a sound and fury signifying nothing. Yeah. <laughs> sound and fury signifying nothing. <laughs> yeah, the food here is terrible. Yeah, and the portions are so small. Uh, <laughs> they may be slow, but they're fat. <laughs> you know, <laughs> they're weak. Um, anyway. Uh, uh, we were mentioning politics. Uh, Donald Trump now, and by the way, we're, we're going to hear from Nikki Haley here in a, in a few minutes too. We'll talk politics a little bit. Uh, Donald Trump's new new nickname for Ron DeSantis. Have you heard this one? Meatball Ron. Fuck him. I mean, why? Is, I'm why so tired it's of that. just. Uh, and, you know, and, and Republicans and, destroy each other, d just destroy each other, and, and have the Democrats you know, keep winning. And, and the, when I saw that, I saw the headline teasers. I'm so I Googled to see what it was. And I don't even know why he called. I'm not, not sure why he called him that. Like it's a diet, Asshole. dietary school thing, whatever. Anyway, um, and I thought, God, you know, there. Please, God, tell me it's not going to be Biden versus Trump in 2024. No, it won't be Biden. It may not be the way Trump's going. It may not going to be Trump. I, 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 Every time he opens his mouth, he like, doing he stuff me, like that. Me even I, more. Why 
why, why, why would you don't be divisive? No, yeah. no, no. You know, again, I, I thought, God, the Democrat. I, I, I thought about this in in the shower. I got to thinking, you know, uh, 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 Lurch, the uh, Pennsylvania Senate monster, uh, is back, you know, in the hospital, had uh, either another stroke or a brain aneurysm or something. I and mean, he's clearly just a lump of flesh. The man is not qualified. And I said, if you need any more evidence about why Democrats are successful, they'll elect that guy to the U.S. Senate. Yep. They don't give a damn about what it means other than a vote. They care about results. They will do anything to win an election. Any means necessary. Anything. And if you don't think that's how Republicans better start operating, we're going to lose it. Uh, hell, Nikki Haley's announcement said Republicans have lost seven out of the last eight presidential popular votes. Seven out of eight we've lost. Uh, come on, people. The Democrats know how to win. Cheating or, uh, you know, obfuscating or, or unifying, uh, at least they unify always with, when they need to. Yeah. And, and Fetterman, again, he's just a lump. He's a lump, but he can't c communicate. He's nothing. His wife's going to be the senator, and then he'll have a special election, and she'll be officially elected. Uh, I mean, it's just, but that's what they do. They elect that guy on purpose. I hope DeSantis just lays low, doesn't fire back, lets, <laughs> lets Trump's candle blow yeah. out, he's and, got then, and, then, and then we can move on. The smart thing, I think the best thing for him, and I don't know anything, and I'm always wrong, so for two cents worth, uh, I, 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 I would guess that DeSantis, I'm going to slow down now, I, I would guess that DeSantis, <laughs> Santis will be the last person to announce, and he may not even have to. I will bet you that if they start going with all the can, because you know now you know uh, uh, Trump and Nick Haley and Pence and uh, the former Secretary of State. Uh, no one's going to be uh, Trump in the. No, in I know, the, but but it's going to be so many people that, that there's going to be such dissatisfaction at some point that they're going to swarm to say, okay, now DeSantis mm -hmm. has to get in. I, I just no. see that happening. I don't think Trump's going to run away with all the primaries and be the new value. Well, can't really got last. Trump back again, you know? Well, I think it's more, he's got such a built-in base already, more than the rest of them combined, basically. If they can all get together, but he's got to stop this negative crap. It's just you're turning off if people. They're going they to run against they're each other stay now, home again. It, it could be three elections before they get Or, or people like the Georgia voters, the Republicans are going to say, well, he's not very nice, so I'm not going to vote for him. They're not Georgia voters. They're, they're, they're living in that Georgia. Have, that have moved here. They're Georgia voters now. And these are the people saying, well, I'm, just, I'm not going to vote for that mean man. I'd rather have yeah. the Democrats take over. Oh, you'd rather have your country do this? No, they're, they are Democrats. Jesus, I know, I know. Well, yeah, they vote Republican, though, by, uh, for the wrong, they, they don't vote. Or they they uh, didn't vote. That, that. That's why, they, you know, they're Republicans who don't vote, which is even worse than, anyway. All right, I'm oh, sorry, sorry, one thing. All right, um, uh, weather run, bing, bang. Okay, um, Pete Davis, your house search is sponsored by one of our longtime Kimmer Show podcast sponsors. Oh, it is, uh, is it? In fact, I will be very happy to tell you that. what that sponsor is now, swapmywhip.com. Oh, <laughs> swapmywhip.com. You're driving along, you see a car, you have like, like an 87 Camaro or something, I don't know, I mean, and you're thinking, man, I've always wanted that car. Well, guess what? You can go to a place now to look for what you may have always wanted for a car you've always desired. It's called swapmywhip.com. A whip is a colloquial phrase for a car, a ride. Uh, and at swapmywhip.com, you cut out the dealerships, you cut out the middlemen, you cut out the used car salesmen, you go directly to see what's there, and you may very well find like-minded car owners who also are saying, oh man, I didn't know you had, yeah, we could work out of something, or my buddy's got one, and maybe you got a thing over here, do your own thing. And, and you, you might be absolutely flabbergasted with something that simple as going to swapmywhip.com. Now, it's not just cars, obviously. 
obviously trucks and SUVs, boats, jet skis, off-road vehicles, go-karts. I mean, if you can drive it, probably bicycle, you know, racing bicycles is, I don't know. I mean, check it out, swapmywhip.com. If you use the coupon code Kimmer, K-I-M-M-E-R, it's 180 days of free premium listings on swapmywhip.com. And please, a uh, uh, patronize there. Just check them out. Even yeah. if you're, you're not ready to do something, check them out. See and what tell them like. you heard it here. Please, please, please do. A lifetime of hard work. Children laughing in the kitchen. Family photos on a restaurant wall. A legacy that lives on. It all comes from the power of a conversation. Like the one Tommy Hall had with First Horizon Bank about taking over his father's Charleston-based restaurant business. Now the table is set for a whole new generation. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Tommy. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Marketing is everywhere. From the billboards on the highways to the notifications on your phone, we are constantly bombarded with people trying to sell us stuff. What makes good marketing? Are you doing enough in your life personally and professionally to market yourself? You have questions, and the Marketing Mad Men have answers. Search the Marketing Mad Men on Google or your favorite podcast provider to get practical marketing advice from expert guests who are shaping and reshaping the business world. They say marketing is a madman's game. Join the Marketing Mad Men every Saturday at 4 p.m. to find out why. Okay, Pete Davis. How goes the house search? Well, we're... We may have found one, but there's just okay, by one we, little problem. Me. Me. See, he's, I swear to God, he's married and has four kids and will never freaking know. He'll never share with <laughs> he us. He'll never know. tell us anything. I, I know he was, I know. Well, anyway, all right. Sorry. So we went uh, to do what now? Go ahead. I, I think I found one. And yeah. it's way out in the, I mean, it is way out in the country. Nor- you would North- love it. Yeah. You would love it. Because I get there and I meet the lady. And the GPS is just screwing up completely, sending me in different directions. But I finally get there, and she meets me because I wouldn't be able to find the driveway. It's hidden. Oh, boy, one of those. So we're going down this gravel road. If I go too far to the right, I'm scraping against a mountain. Okay, if I, Pete. If I go too far to the left, <laughs> I'm rolling down the mountain. Okay. Pete, Pete. Oh, and looking down the valley. So we go down this little gravel it road. It sounds perfect. And it opens up <laughs> in a valley. And there's this really nice house, about 20 years old, they put together. It's perfect for one person. And in front is this, it's a vast, it's big enough to have a football field, which goes down to a trout stream. Oh, a nice. Georgia certified trout stream. Oh, nice. Everything around it is conserva- conservatory forest or something, stuff, whatever. Yeah. So yeah. no one's going to build on it. Yeah. Basically, the only people I can see from the house is a farm. Kind of off in the okay. distance. There's a lot of woods around? Or, or oh, it's, open wood, oh, it's woods, woods okay. everywhere, but it's yeah. in, open in front of the house. Right. So we're sitting there, and, and she, we just got out of the car, and you see this huge white dog come down the gravel and stop and look at us. And, and, and she goes, oh, that's just so-and-so, the dog's name. And it's, there's two great Pyrenees here to guard the farm because they have mountain lions and bears up there. Great Pyrenees, and we just had the story of the Great Pyrenees who fought those wolves, like right. fourteen wolves. Well, these are these have chased bears away. Yeah, I'll, yeah, guarantee. And, and I go, well, that must be pretty fierce. And she goes, no. She called her, and the the dog <laughs> runs right up to me, just the biggest, cutest, lovingest yeah, little huge. dog. They're, and they're it's like, like God, you, you sold me right here. This is <laughs> yeah. there's a dog that comes with it. And she goes, yeah, they they patrol the whole area, the whole valley here, and they keep the bad things out because. Down the extreme is a rescue farm. 
Oh no, a, a, horse, a horse rescue farm. Oh horses. my god! And Do you they, need a roommate at all? Or I'm telling, they got geese, they got uh, go, alpacas and goats and the two big dogs and everything. And it's like you can barely see it. It's kind of off in the distance. Wow. But that's that's my neighbor. Wow. Is there, and I can see the horses, and everything, a bunch of old horses and stuff like that. No kidding. And so you oh, would love man. it. Yeah. But it, it's mountain trails that just go forever. Yeah, but geez, you're way out. I mean, do you have well, services? Not, do you have garbage pickup? It's or one hour. Have to burn your trash in the back? Or? No. There's one hour away from my sister, so it's not that bad. How far is your commute here? Yeah, she's an hour uh, away it from would here. Be, <laughs> it'd be almost two hours here. Wow. Oh my but I'm only God. doing it twice a week, and it's the only time I'll be going anywhere because yeah. I don't care. Or if we shut this down, then you wouldn't have to do it at all. So, mm-hmm. you know. Or can what I about the, visit uh, and kill you and bury you? Is yes, there a garage? Right. Yeah, there's a garage. The only thing it doesn't have is a fireplace. And, and cell service. Okay, now wait a minute. <laughs> but <laughs> how can you live in a place you can't use your phone? Well, because you can use the internet. They can get. And how they do you get it's a landline, by the way. The phone would be a landline, which would be hysterical. God, I haven't had a landline. I know. Been, oh my God, I haven't 90s. had a landline since the early nineties. Right, since the nineties. Yeah. Literally since in, in thirty. Oh my yeah. God. <laughs> I actually, I actually just unplugged my dad's because he's not using it. Yeah. So if you need a. a a phone? A phone. Uh, I've got I got to use that. Get that. But yeah, everything, the internet and all that's tied in that. But my nephew says we could probably work it out where if you get uh, a, a Wi-Fi in the computer, the Wi-Fi will be, then become your phone. You, you can use the phone through that. And the yeah, thing I'm worried about is, is, is not being able to do the social media that we do all the time, the yeah, Twitter and the, we need to, the yeah. stuff that we need to do. And it's, if I can do that, then everything's fine. But what, it, would weather affect that? Is that like no, when it's the cable all, goes it's out? No, it's buried. Or? It's all it buried. Is? So they don't do that. And if it goes down, i got a propane tank behind it that just can kick in. So, so I mean, now do you have the electric heat or what? Oh, yeah, have? everything is electric in it. It's this 20-year-old house. It's not that old. Yep. Kitchen stove and all, you know, got yeah. the whole deal, huh? huh. Yeah. Well, well, you yeah, have to come you, visit when now, you get up you, there. It's beautiful. But do you want to be that far out by Hell yourself? Hell yes. No, I'm, just, I'm yeah. so tired of people in, in Atlanta and the city. I'm just so tired of it. I want, And there's like, there's no excuse. I can sit down and, and write. There's no disturbances. If the dog comes up, I'll play with the dog. Other than that, I got nothing else to do but write and come down and do this show and do my show. Where, where's the nearest store or clothing oh, it's store only, it's about or five shopping miles, center? There's a Taco Bell five miles away. It's not that big right, a deal. But what about men, if you have to have to go shopping or Medical, buy. everything's within less than 20 minutes. Grocery okay. store near you? Oh, well, it sounds like you're, you're yeah, even though the, it's, I mean. It's, out, it's close to a couple towns, but it's still by itself in this little If, if you can miss your own driveway, that, that's pretty remote <laughs> if you don't, can't yeah. find your driveway. Yeah. Jeez. I, I, at well, night, it sounds, it's going to be fun at night driving down that. It's got to be dark as hell at I'm nighttime. I'm not, be nothing. Oh, she says, she said, you can see every star in the sky. And I said, well, I've always thought about getting, yeah, you know, that's a, true. what do you call those? A telescope. A telescope. She goes, I've this got is the perfect somewhere. place for it. If I, if I can find mine, I'll give it to you. Yeah. I, I, I just go I, and buy one. It's no big God, deal. God, I wonder if I still have my telescope. If I do, I'll give it to you. I think it's like Walden. I'm call, thinking about it as Walden Pond. You know, you go out yeah. and disappear for a year. And if I don't like it, I can just move. Yeah. Well, I can stand anything for a year. Well. But we're seeing if, they, if we can get the phone thing to work, I'll probably I was going to say, because if you can get a, a phone and an internet, you could, like you said, you'd have a studio. You can do everything there. Yeah, I can do anything I want. You have a, a, a post office guy who yeah, drives it's a, mail. It's, it's the front you have to go to town? Or? No, it's at the front of the uh, driveway. Okay. If so it's almost, <laughs> you're so gonna be, it's going to be like Funny Farm. 
Yeah, it's kind of like funny for him. Well, cool. So the dog doesn't run away. Well, then I'm happy for you. It sounds like like you definitely are talking yourself into it. You guys have to come up and and visit. You'd love walking Uh, over there and looking at the horses. It's wonderful. Outstanding. Outstanding. By the way, I thought that was very amusing. I was going to say, if, if you do go forward with this, will you get a dog? Probably not, since they already have the two there, and I, you know, I don't want to mess with their routine because they go anywhere. The she said thing, I could get a cat, but the other thing about a about a dog at a property like that is he's liable to go exploring for twenty miles or something. Yeah. If, I mean, and plus with wildlife, I mean, that's for the other. I mean, that might be very risky. Yeah, I probably won't get a dog. Yeah. Okay. Um, I enjoyed your uh, Valentine's Day post. Uh, Valentine's Day, and it was a picture of Dr. Fauci. <laughs> Dr. Fauci, you make my heart stop. <laughs> Surprised we didn't get banned on that one. <laughs> well, hey, that got some of the most responsive. Uh, what, I've what, ever got. What, what kind just of reaction? People just liking it and passed, and so many people copied it and sent it to other people too. So. Oh yeah, well that was a good. <laughs> and what was the song? It was the. Wasn't there? A, uh, song. You make my heart. It was, it's the song. There's a, or a oh, so many songs. Oh like God! Yeah. Uh, so you make my heart sing. What's what's that oh, phrase? Yeah. You make wild, my, thing? wild, wild thing. thing. You make yeah, yeah. wild thing. You, you make, make my, my heart, heart sing. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> make my heart stop. The trogs. The trogs. Trogs with two G's. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, let's see. Any uh, exciting uh, Valentine's uh, occurrences you want to share? I got with two all? Valentines. I can't complain. <laughs> I got two. I, uh, did, did you have any? Uh, dating thing or go out and see anybody or no, cause it, the whole thing was it was driving all around the mountains yesterday that's yeah. all i did a full tank of gas yeah. driving and, and spent two three hours at this place just uh, the lady and i just walked out through the trails just walked around all through the trails wow. and everything it was nice wonderful. Nice. Founder, what about you? Valentine's Day? Any uh, action there of any kind? I, uh, actually, I, I went to the Olive Garden, sat at the bar and feasted <laughs> yeah. and then came home. Did you do the thing? Did you go up to a couple? No. And say, this hey, is why you're oh, not... I completely <laughs> forgot. It was packed, this too. This is why we're not together, right? You know. Oh, this is... There was another one, too. Let me find it here. There's another one you could have done that we can all do next year about a guy who would... Go so, tell me again, for those phone, who didn't hear, hear us on Monday, but, but... Oh, now easy now. I hate this It's the thing uh, when you're a, mar- a, 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 a cuckooing couple on Valentine's Day uh, swooning over a table, he's looking each other in their eyes, and a guy comes... A, a stranger walks up to him, Tell him what the bit was. What bit? We were just talking about going up to a couple. <laughs> oh, and ask, you walk up to the couple. It doesn't <laughs> matter. Eight seconds ago. It doesn't matter which sex you go up to. Jesus. You go up and go, oh, so this is why you're not returning my calls. <laughs> but here's another one that Daryl posted. Uh, uh, spending my Valentine's outside a nice restaurant shouting, well, you moved on pretty quickly. <laughs> <laughs> to random couple. Anybody. <laughs> Get in the car. <laughs> yes, he's driving away. Do it when he's... He puts her in the car. He's ready to drive off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it looked like you really broke your heart, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, mercy. <laughs> Just having a good time. Um, let's see. Can I do, uh, we will talk about uh, stuff. Can I do two more quick personal things of uh, a bizarre thing? Um, 
I don't think they're picking up glass. But I okay. At my neighborhood, I have a townhouse neighborhood cul-de-sac. In my neighborhood, they have they pick up garbage. You have you have a blue barrel for trash, a green barrel for paper, and then they have a little blue barrel for glass and bottles. Okay, uh, but I haven't seen the neighbors, and I haven't put one of those. I haven't put that out because I don't drink things in bottles. You know, you who comes in a bottle and a couple of bottles of wine. So I haven't put those. I haven't put that out in year, literally years in my neighborhood because they really don't need to. So I but I put one out last week. You put the box out last week because I've had a few bottles of wine and some Yoohoo glass, stuff like that, and they didn't pick it up. And so I called the guy who owns the place and asked him, the homeowner association hasn't made any announcements or anything, so I put it out again. They haven't picked it up. So now I'm thinking, okay, now what am I supposed to do with all these glass bottles that I've been, you know, hoarding over the last, like, nine years and finally yeah. say I want to get rid of them? So I'm going to just now put them in the, uh, in the paper thing. It used to be paper and glass and then they separated it and I guess they've gone back to it and didn't tell anybody so I'm just going to do it and hope I don't get, you know, sued or something. Screw them. Uh, you know, if they don't want to do it, if they don't want to do it, then make the announcement and make it out loud and yeah, screw you. Okay, last thing. Remember how I screwed myself watching? I, I, I tape recorded the movie Knives Out and I cut, and the ending was cut off for the last like 30 seconds of yeah. the movie because the VCR did okay well son of a gun over the weekend I'm looking I'm going through to see what's on TV for kicks and I saw a listing for the old shows from the like 1961 of the Twilight Zone with Rod Serling <laughs> imagine a world uh, and, and, and the one that there was on at 4 o'clock in the morning and I DVR'd or whatever was Charles Bronson and Elizabeth Montgomery <laughs> if you oh I remember that yeah and, and it was, the story was and of course if you know the character if you're of a certain age, you know, Elizabeth Montgomery was bewitched and, and very famous at, later on. But again, this is their early careers, 1960 or 61. Charles Bronson was not known as anything. And neither was she. So I thought it'd be fun to watch this half-hour black-and-white show, Twilight Zone, about what they were like and you know everything like that. So I started watching it. And the story was that it had been a world war five or six years ago. Everything was broken and destroyed. All the buildings were gone. Uh, and, and this girl was looking around for food. And then Charles Bronson came in, and they, and they uh, fought each other because there were different worlds. She didn't speak, you know, da-da-da, enemies. And then he knocked her out, and then she came to, and they were starting to be friends again. And then the ending was they were looking for food together, and da-da-da. And then... They they, they sort of start coming together and the show ends and so I don't so I don't like to laugh once again I didn't I DVR the, the show after it because I, I did I forgot that sometimes they cut off the last or so I, I'm so I just I'm telling you I'm such an idiot that I went, I've done it again to myself and I feel like a total goofball Kim are screwing up again brought yes. to you by Atlanta Custom Closets ClosetPro.net <laughs> 404-255-0589 look you screwed up at Christmas you didn't get her one you screwed up at Valentine's you didn't get her one but She's got to have a birthday coming up. It's true. Mom's Day, Mother's Day coming up in June or whatever. Or call it Makeup Day. Do it today and call it Makeup Day. Have a little heart thing or put a little note in there. That's right. Atlanta Custom Closets, closetpro.net. I mean, who doesn't like a closet? That's what I look for when I'm looking at these houses. I want a walk-in closet, something big. Big. Big, big, big. Big enough to put his shoe collection and in organized. there. organized. <laughs> so you, everything is simple organized. and laid out the right way. Well, no, that's not going to happen. Well, no, not you. And that's no, why no, no, <laughs> Atlanta Custom Closet says the whole thing here. Uh, that's for sure. They, they got a pond okay. and a stream. Pond's good for you. Pond would be good for you. Uh, it's uh, Briar, uh, two uh, Briar. Um, American Chernobyl. What happened to the coverage? It's unbelievable. If it was Trump, there'd be coverage. Oh, my God. And by the way, the governor of of, uh, Ohio is a Republican who is an idiot. I mean, I, I mean, I, he I, he didn't make any sense when he came out. He he was addressing the people of, of Ohio, and he said, "Well, um, I'd be drinking bottled water uh, if I were you, yeah. uh, but I'd go home. I'd go ahead and go home." 
I swear to God, that's what he said. He said, oh, I'd, be, I'd be drinking bottled water. But in terms of, uh, he said, yeah, you can, you can return to your houses. I wouldn't go back there for 10 years. It affects 5 million people's drinking water. It's near Pittsburgh. Oh, my God. It's eastern Ohio, which is, you know, what, 80 miles? I mean, Not far. Jeez. <laughs> I, I mean, and there's no, they stopped covering it. They and, never and really did. The pets are, are running through the neighborhood throwing up or dropping dead. A guy who has, a, I saw a guy with a fox farm. And his, uh, some of his, fo- he raises domestic foxes. Well, why? I don't know. But not, I don't know if it's for their fur. I don't, I don't think he said do that. that I don't know. He, it was a domestic fox farm. Um, and uh, maybe, maybe they can sell his pets. I don't know. Um, anyway, so, and, and they're dying. Uh, 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 they dead fish everywhere. Yeah, they were telling people to bring your buckets and collect all these dead fish in all the waterways. Are all, the fish are all dead. Uh, uh, people can't breathe. Their eyes are, I mean, they smell it. It smells like uh, paint thinner all over the entire atmosphere. I mean, my God, the, the, one of the gases or chemicals used in the explosion of these tanker trucks uh, was the World War I deadly gas that they used to kill people. I mean, it was one of the three gases used for the gas in why World are we War One. Why, why is it being? And, and by the way, how is it possible that you can have a rail system that and and rail cars in mo- today in modern day America carrying dangerous poisonous gases that'll kill millions, and, and the system is not one hundred percent foolproof? Well, it's no, it's impossible. To do. Automatic. Well, but, but again, they were supposed to have had automatic braking systems in rail cars for years. Years. And it keeps getting postponed and postponed and postponed. And, and when the derailments happen, it's because the tra- cars are going too fast for the tracks. And, and a sensor is supposed to be able to stop them. And there are some people who have it. Uh, anyway, uh, but it's, and then what kills me, uh, again, how does this sound like uh, you'd like your community to react to you? Um, Palestine is how it's pronounced. Palestine, Ohio is a, a very, is a small, poor town near the railroad tracks. Uh, these people are not, you know, wealthy suburban, uh, you know, uh, wealthy retired people and, you know, have white collar jobs everywhere. They're young, they're poor. Uh, you'd see their houses and their living conditions. This is not a wealthy area. And all of a sudden, this derailment things happen. So the, uh, the upper, big, big uppity ups in, in the capital say, well, uh, I tell you what, just uh, go get some hotel rooms and keep your receipts and we'll, uh, we'll, get, we'll, we'll make sure we uh, reimburse you at another time. These people can't just up and go to a hotel somewhere in what Cleveland? And I mean, come on, and leave their. I mean, leave their. <laughs> and yet, in New York, they put up the illegal immigrants in luxury hotels, and they're pissed off about it. Yeah. And yet, the people of Palestine, Americans. Ohio, <laughs> Americans who are of the, I mean, lower rung of of, of successful work people to make money. I mean, th- this is not a wealthy community. We've stolen their jobs, and now we've stolen their homes, basically. And they're, they're well, go get a room and keep the receipt. <laughs> really? Yeah. Just, oh, okay. Well, let me go ahead and do that. I mean, talk about, and, and, and of course, uh, Mayor Pete Fudgy Fudge Booty Boot has, he you know, disappeared. And, and, and in fact, the last soundbite we had of him with the other day, uh, after this derailment had happened, just within the last few days, this was what, 11 days, 10, 11 days ago, I think, the derailment happened, I've forgotten, a week at least. Um, and the last hit public comment he was doing, he was making fun of too many white construction workers. 
He was talking about, you know, the problem with, you know, construction workers, they're all white, so they're all doing things for the white community, and they're going, oh, my God, what is the matter with what you? What are they talking about? Uh, all construction, <laughs> every construction worker I see is Hispanic. Yeah, you have to Google it. I mean, you, you're, you're, what it, is it's he talking flab- about? flabbergasting. Uh, they was making a joke, and then he said, of course, we're not worried too much about balloons over in this area. So, I mean, just, you know, cracking wise about the balloons in the sky. I mean, just, what, what's the matter with him? We, we, well, we know what's the matter with him. The only reason he got the job is because he's a little teeny little pup gay boy. He's a little teeny gay puppet, and he looks like a little cute little gay guy, and he was a mayor of a little teeny town. He couldn't even fix the potholes, and now he's in charge of the transportation system of the United States, including the airline industry. How well has that worked out? With Southwest over the holidays now. I mean, come on. He, the he, trains? Biden may have found the only incompetent homosexual <laughs> in America. That's right. Aren't they supposed to be really meticulous? <laughs> Very good at this. I mean, really fastidious. Isn't that a thing? <laughs> we thought. No, I mean, seriously. Isn't that, I mean, isn't that one of the really good cliches about gay guys? They get shit done. I mean, you know, they, they have, they're very organized. How many gay pretty, slobs have little, you known in little, your life? None. None. There's no such thing. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> not not to tender into stereotypes here. <laughs> yeah, just go get just go get a room somewhere. And the media is ignoring the. I mean, again, if this had been Donald Trump's administration or one of his appointees, I mean, it would be unbelievable. Let's put it this way: if this was New Jersey, outside of Philadelphia, or New York City, or outside of Boston, we wouldn't have any other news going on. Yeah. That's right. They don't care about those poor people out in Palestine, Ohio. The media doesn't give a... And they don't want to go there, and they don't want to have to cover that <laughs> That's story. That's right. In fact, um, I, um, I brought in the, uh, a recent issue of New Yorker. Again, I get this because it was cheap. I don't pay, wouldn't pay full price for it. I pay like 50 bucks a year or something. Uh, from February 6th issue of the New Yorker magazine... Uh, did, uh, first of all, <laughs> I'm really a little embarrassed about this. I remember talking out loud to somebody recently about all the studying I did for my master's degree. Was that on the radio Friday, or was that on the podcast, Probably or just here. me talking to you? I think it was, you mentioned something about you studied. Did I mention yeah. Public Opinion Quarterly and Columbia Journalism Review? I said no, that to somebody. No, you didn't get that into the weeds, thank God. But was that on the podcast, or just you, you and me? You talked about how much you had gone in, because we talked about ChatGPT, and yeah, you and talked I, about I, how I, much you studied. I had to study for 10 years back. Okay, well, uh, speaking of that, in, the, in this issue of the New Yorker magazine, uh, speaking of Public Opinion Quarterly and uh, Columbia Journalism Review, Columbia Journalism Review used to be the um, uh, it was either weekly or monthly I remember whether it was weekly or monthly and it was the standard magazine which kept track of the media and uh, and what's going on in broadcasting and journalism uh, to hold uh, the feet to the fire of people who are reporting on the news I mean yeah. it was a very legitimate organization uh, these days I don't know uh, but here's there's an article here uh, called A Critic at Large by Louis Menand in the New Yorker magazine uh, February 6th and a, a couple of things, he, 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 uh, we're, we're comparing what used to be. In fact, he starts with the Trump administration. Uh, he says, um, the Washington Post had a, a, a slogan, democracy dies in darkness. That was 2017, democracy dies in darkness. 
the Trump administration, he writes, uh, was de- trying to destroy the credibility of the mainstream press, a White House priority to include an unabashed, gleeful policy of lying and denying. The Post kept track of Donald Trump's lies. He lied 30,573 times. Uh, he called the news media the enemy of the American people. Uh, they barred certain organizations from going to the White House. Jim Acosta was regarded as combative and he called fake news. But again, he goes on all the standard and standard. Uh, he said Trump is rude. He persuaded millions of Americans not to believe anything they saw or heard on Trump of non-Trumpified media. Now, here's where the, uh, the fun comparison goes back. In 1976, he, he writes, even after Vietnam and Watergate, 72% of the public said they trusted the news media. Today, the figure is half that. Uh, Walter Lippmann's book, Public Opinion, published 100 years ago, and the Columbia Journalism School, with their uh, conference on public opinion, uh, have made the argument that journalism, one, is not a profession. You don't need a license or a standard credential to do it. Anybody can call yourself a journalist, which is true. Uh, also, journalism is, not, uh, journalism is not a public service, they're saying officially. It's a business, which is also true. That's now, yeah, uh, the Washington Press Corps, during the first decades of the Cold War, uh, reporters knew perfectly well that the administrations in the Cold War were misleading them about national security issues, uh, plans and concerning spy planes over the Soviet Union, exiles invading Cuba and Castro. So why didn't the reporters report all those things? Because, quote, the dailies had an ideology. They were liberal internationalists until the United States intervened militarily in Vietnam. Vietnam and the Marines waited ashore in 1965. That was the ideology of American cities. Um, they wrote that the, they asked themselves whether publishing information like that would damage the Cold War mission. Quality reporting meant being an advocate, not for the government, but for the peace. And then, almost done here, making a couple of, a couple of other quick points. Um, uh, the uh, 1968 Democratic Convention. If you if you don't know about that, Google it sometime. It was it was uh, it was riotous. There were uh, police waiting at the demonstrators. Mayor Daley was uh, calling, calling a club the protesters. Uh, the Democratic Convention was uh, was uh, it was an uproar. It was a complete uh, a disaster. <laughs> Daley was happy to take responsibility for a few cracked heads. The article goes on. He knew the public would be on his side. Americans had no love for Abby Hoffman and Allen Ginsberg. Happy to see them and their followers get knocked around. People did not fault the mayor or the police for what happened. They faulted the press. A typical, a typical line, letters pouring in accusing the networks of biased coverage showing the protesters. Uh, one uh, colonel said, bravo, bravo, your treatment of the yippies and hippies and junkies and hoodlums and stuff during the scum convention was perfect. Uh, David Farber, an historian in a book about the convention, reports only 10% of white people said they thought that Mayor Daley used too much force. Uh, and, and, and making a kind of a closing argument here about well, so, making. What's your point? Because no, here's this, the point. This is 1968. What is right. Here's the point. Uh, things changed because of the war. Vietnam was the beginning of our present condition of polarization. Is that there's no such thing as objectivity or impartiality anymore in a polarized policy. Either you're with us or you're against us. Uh, people want advocacy. The balance between belief and skepticism that they've described has been tipped. Um, objectivity is not so much impossible today as meaningless. The press ought to stop striving to achieve objectivity. 
It's now officially on the record showing what happened in history, and this is why I keep saying First Amendment's dead. Because some hippies got beaten in 68. We're supposed to change it. You know, you know, have you ever it's heard one civilian say, you know, I wish the press was less objective. Right. I wish they all had an agenda. You never hear anybody say, you know who says it? Journalists right. are the ones saying they That's should right. do it. Because they want to do it. Right. And the only reason I know that most of this is probably very, very boring, but again, I and I'm, I'm, I'm spelling, you know, my generation's oil. It's over. I'm only dead soon. I mean, it's gone. I'm telling you, don't let this happen. What hap what's happening in America, you know, we can't see the forest for the trees, but it's right there in front of us. This is what they mean. There's no more objectivity. You know, we have to be an advocate for an, an issue or a side, and that's the coverage you get. Believe what, they, believe oh what they're telling you. They're telling you what they're doing, just like Hitler and Mein Kampf yeah, they, did. Believe them when they say it. I just read the announcement. If objectivity is dead, you shouldn't, you shouldn't even try to get and it. And this on the heels of two weeks ago, the Washington Post doing it. That's right. That's right. There you, you think are. Ben Bradley would have been for that? I I can't imagine. Their hero? I can't imagine. Uh, 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 where, where, where's Edward R. Edward R. Morrow and those guys would be flipping. Where's Woodward and Bernstein about this? I know. I, well, they've you know, uh, Bernstein. They've sold out. Yeah, he, he's totally gone. Years ago. Yeah. He's totally gone. Anyway, I just uh, I thought that was. Uh, and I did. Fun. I did. I took the courses in journalism in the eighties, and. We were taught 180 degrees opposite. Uh, absolutely, of this. absolutely. Uh, again, I, 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 it, it was so simple. Uh, in the, the rule was, period. The rule was, if there's an issue going on, whether it's a national, local, whatever it was, if there's an issue going on, something happened, you go get the reaction to what happened from the people who supported it, and then you get the reaction of the people who were against it. That's it. Uh, you know, the president signed a law today which will require people to take a test before they can buy a gun at the age of 21. Uh, the president said it's good because of this. We uh, support it. It's a great idea. Stop the dot, da, da, da. However, there's some people against it. Well, I can't believe the so-and-so. Boom, bam, there you are. That's it. There was, no, there was no room for the advocacy or trying to slant. It was just, here's the thing. There's the thing. That's what it is. You can see now. It's up to you. Yeah. You can hear what the, what the facts are, basically the basic facts. You know what they're saying. And then it's yours. Because back then, people were kind of educated and were, had, and were taught common sense and logic. They're not taught that anymore. Now, they're indoctrinated to, to what to think, not how to think, what to think. So you have these lords of journalism, the Columbia's and the Washington Post and something like that, saying, well, you're too stupid to figure out yourself. So Good. we, the we, elites, we are, we're going to tell you what to think. Yeah. Do not listen to them. Yeah. And, and it, what spreads it is this. I mean, this is, this is where it happened. This is why it happened. It's and they it. never look back on themselves. It's always Trump. It's Trump's fault. It's Trump. You don't believe right. us because of Trump. They never look at themselves. Like, what's his face? Uh, Bernard Goldberg in his book, yeah. Biden. And the other one said right. they never look at themselves and go, why don't people trust us anymore? Yeah. Yeah. Was it something we possibly yeah. did, like lying to the American public for a hundred years? That was it, the New York Times or was it the Post or was it Newsweek or it was Time magazine? Hmm. That for 30 or 40 years, <laughs> their chief correspondent in Moscow was a communist. We found that later when the, uh, the uh, Freedom of Information Act came out. He was on the payroll of I the Soviets. What was his name? And he was the journalist that were telling us through the 40s and the 50s and 60s how we were supposed to trust the Soviets and how they were just like us and everything. And he was being paid by them the entire time. And, and by the way, for the record, Donald Trump's point was that the slanted, censoring, biased advocacy media is the enemy of the people. He was right then, and he's right now. Yep. The biased, 
liberal slanted media is the enemy of the people if they had been right wing you know opposite of Izvestia and Pravda right wing nothing but right wing news they would also be the enemy of the people I mean it's not a you, you can't do it either way is the enemy of the people if you're not giving out the what's supposed to be the freedom of information if you've if you've ruined it then you don't have it the first amendment is dead did you see the rebel news saying which is a canadian thing they went to davos and they got no. the guy from msnbc or cnbc one of those guys the one of the big heads of it he, he was had been invited there as a guest and the guy came up to him and said, guys big why aren't you here to cover? Aren't you supposed to be here covering it for the people? Why are you here as a paid guest for these, uh, eating their food and drinking their wine and everything? And the guy was said, uh, get out of here. We're going to have your ass beat or something like that. He was threatening him. <laughs> oh well, how dare you come up to me, the great god of journalism, you know, uh, and he's being, his whole thing was being paid to go there. He's supposed to be covering it yeah. for us. I, I'm telling you, it's uh, and, and I, I don't think people are aware because unless you hear someone like me and Pete bitching about it, who, who's mentioning it? I mean, who's, who's even making it public that, that this is happening? Because if you, you know, it's like you, you put a frog in a pail of in a in a pot of cold water and turn the heat up really slowly, he's not going to realize later he's being cooked. You he know, thinks it's a jacuzzi. Yeah, he thinks that this is what it is. You just you're going along and oh, I see. You know, you're supposed to take a point of view. Oh, okay, fine. So you know, I'm, no. <laughs> anyway, all right. It's, I'm sorry. I don't mean to be lecturing. Uh, on the other hand, we'll talk about the, <laughs> let's talk about the UFO business. Just stuff falling out of the being shot out of the skies. By the way, some great memes going. A lot of people. Yeah. Have, you know, my little girl had a birthday party and had some helium balloons. Hope we don't have the F-22s bombing our house or whatever. See the guy in the hospital bed? He's wrapped from head to toe. He goes, there I was. Yeah. Just floating 40,000 feet in my hot air balloon. Mind my own business. <laughs> <laughs> and his damn military jet. Did you see that we missed on yeah, one of these? the first shot missed $400,000 yeah. missile? Well, they did. They did Where not, did it go? Yeah, they well, into the, into the, into the uh, Lake Huron. Oh, right. Into the lake. Okay. Uh, well, no, they tried. They knew actually they were smart enough to know that if it misses they know, they want to know where it went so they, sure they did they know they did track and well, they know that all that stuff oh guess but what? again and i saw though i saw one of the top gun guys being interviewed and he said well um first of all believe me at top gun school and fighter pilot school you never practice trying to hit a, a stationary balloon in a 500 you know mile an hour jet get <laughs> so, out the old sop with camel <laughs> yeah and have snoopy go up there and shoot it down because they were shooting with down blimps in yeah. 1970 by the way they lost the military in the <laughs> Was it the 50s or the 60s? Mm. Lost a nuclear bomb yeah. off the coast of Savannah. It was in the 50s, yeah. And they've never found yeah, it. Yeah, I don't, I don't believe they found it yet. Yeah. No. It was never. not armed, but it was a nuclear yeah. bomb. I think it was armed. Well, I, I don't know, but they haven't found <laughs> they it. They haven't found it. Yeah. Anyway, uh, and, and the uh, Congress had a briefing, and I've, uh, everybody who came out said, I don't know any more now than before, and I still have questions about who's shooting down what and where they, wh what are they. We still don't know what they are, the objects that were shot down. Yeah. We're not getting any real serious information about it. Um, <laughs> it's a weather balloon. Uh, weather, weather balloons. Um, however, uh, let's see. I want to get some. The uh, Podium Princess is back. Uh, in the news again here. Oh, did you, uh, uh, I forgot. I, I wanted to mention this story, uh, kind of a sad news story, just broke a few minutes ago as we speak. Remember the, in 2017 in Thailand, remember the kids on the soccer team, young yeah. boys on the soccer team, they were you know, doing cave exploring and having fun, and all of a sudden there was a, a, a monster flood and they got trapped. Yeah. Were trapped in the cave. This was in Thailand. 
in 2018, I guess it was. Um, uh, it was the Wild Bears team. Uh, there were 12 players and their coach trapped in the cave in, in June. Uh, and they used ex- uh, divers and thousands of volunteers and people to try to get them out. And I remember the problem was they had the kids were so scared because they had to be dragged basically underwater in, in the tube. muddy water, all the way underwater, you know, breathing through. Uh, yeah. I think they had to hold their breath and they had to share breathing devices it was just a horrible, horrible thing. Scared the crazy. They just had nightmares and everything else. Well, uh, one of the those twelve uh, uh, boys on the soccer team was named Doangech Promthep, who has now gone to another world. He was. 17 years old and had, was uh, this week was on a team in England uh, studying soccer and for, somehow he died. He, he just dropped dead and uh, in Leicester, England as part of a, a soccer wild Le- boars football Les- team. Soccer Lester, team. I think that's what it's called. Uh, Le- uh, Leicester, sir? Leicester? Leicester Le- Chester Leicester. Leicester Shire. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Leicester. Worcestershire. Worcestershire, so I said, what's your sister wear? Uh, so <laughs> anyways, and, but the kid died. He's 17 years old and just died and they don't really know what happened, but he's, mm. you know, anyway, uh, very sad. Uh, now, uh, the Podium Princess is at it again. In fact, we're going to hear a soundbite here, I think, in a, in a couple of them here from uh, from flounder did you get those okay flounder yeah. did i mention you okay um, the first one you want uh the first one we want is uh well first of all l- let me say uh the podium princess as being well, the first one we'll get is on her bragging about her boss uh, about uh, how good Biden is. But the first, uh, she, uh, yesterday, uh, the podium princess, uh, the uh, uh, three check mark, uh, she's black, she's gay, she's a girl. She got three check marks. That's how she got the job. Uh, she was being roasted about her lack of competence in, in addressing things at the podium, including the latest issues concerning the UFOs being shot down and the stuff in Ohio. And at some point, here is what this uh, regime, regime, regime said about communication and her boss. Is the view of the president's communications team that he is equally adept in all settings in terms of communications, or are there some that play to greater strengths, some where he probably isn't as strong, etc.? I will tell you this, the president is the best communicator that we have in the White House. (laughs) (laughs) The best word of God. (laughs) Honestly, my friends, if you haven't seen her daily live updates, usually around 3 o'clock, some point 3 to 4 o'clock in the afternoon on Fox, they'll frequently go live to her podium updates. Well, the thing is, is that when you watch her, anytime a person starts to ask her a question or discuss the topic, she automatically starts turning turning the pages right in her book. book. She's right. not listening. She's just hearing the subject she matter. She has a book. <laughs> Two feet tall. And she and she puts her head down and kind of bobs her head, which is all painted with different colors. And the, God, the makeup. Oh, jeez. Anyway, and she just, she bobs her head trying to find a way to she find an like explanation. A hula. <laughs> a hula. She's a hula. <laughs> um, uh, reactions. Uh, Welp, if this is true, we're screwed. If he, he's the best communicator. Uh, compared to a Buttigieg, and uh, 
Carmela side piece and the actual White House spokesman. This is a true statement. He actually is the best among all of those. Oh, my God. That's what he wrote. A senior digital strategist said, uh, showed the video of uh, Biden. And in fact, if he's such a, a founder, would you get the second one of our president uh, uh, communicating with the little people? Oh, where? Yeah. Uh, do you have that one? Yeah, where uh, the swallows. Uh, yeah, where he is. He's going to say, I have two words to yeah. say about things. Here's, here's our ba- great communicator. America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was going to put him in uh, foot, foot. <laughs> Okay, hold on. Let's, let's yeah, play that. I, I could have been me. Maybe I, I was coughing and I interrupted his. Let's play that one again, Flounder, if you don't mind. A great communicator. America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was going to put him in uh, foot, foot. <laughs> I sounded like Ronald Reagan, I swear to God. It was kind of like, you know, <laughs> like Ronald Reagan was in the room. <laughs> My God. Well, all men and were women. Well, you know the thing. Yeah, that was, another, that was probably the highlight. But, I mean, that alone was the reason that they never should have been alive. Anyway, uh, reactions. Oh, uh, Ted Cruz. Oh, my God. The guy can't utter coherent, sense, coherent sentences on a regular basis, but at least he hasn't done. And if you get the last soundbite that I actually get here, Flounder, from Regine. Regine, uh, the triple uh, checkmark of the uh, demographic podium princess, when she was uh, describing the uh, shootdown with uh, some other people about what happened over our northern neighbors. Why is why is the American military shooting something out of the sky over Canada? Because it's part of a NORAD. There is a, the NORAD is part of like a part of a it's a it's a what you call a coalition, a consortium, so a pact okay. exactly. And so that's why we were able to do that. Again, we didn't do it on our own. We did right. it in in uh, in uh, clearly in in in, in, in step with uh, right. Canada. Canada uh, in Canada. Th- that's the it, spokesman it, 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 for it, it, America. Is that Elmer Fudd doing that? Uh, he would have yeah, it. Be, it I swear to God, the next thing I, I, she was going to say was, humble bubble bubble shay I mean, my God. I, I don't expect us to take anything this government does seriously. I mean, uh, a columnist said, well, uh, good for her. First step is admitting you have a problem. Uh, I mean, it's just unbelievable, these people. Uh, that, uh, she's the best. <sighs> Why aren't the Canadians shooting it down? Why do you get the well, aliens pissed at us? Well, NORAD is for North they America. Have sh- so. They have airships, too. Yeah, yeah, I know. Well, again, I don't have a problem with NORAD doing it. And at least the Canadians. Because Trudeau's a flaming pussy. Yeah, That's he why. doesn't know what he's doing. And, and he tried to, you know, said, well, we were, we, we shot that we were there, boy. You know, like, all of a sudden, now he's a tough guy. But anyway, NORAD at least covers both countries, so I don't have a problem with that. But you still, I mean, but her, you mean, just listen to the, uh, honestly, she's, uh, listen to her live sometime. You won't believe it. I know. I can't watch it. It just—it makes me sad for the country. It makes me sad. Have you heard another thing she always does is she'll throw Trump in there. Well, the previous administration. So what about this? Yeah, what about Trump when he was here? Here's where we're going. 162 congressional Democrats in the actual House Congress. 162 Democrats have voted to allow illegal aliens to vote in Washington D.C. elections. The same things happen in New York, Chicago, and Los Angeles in local elections if you're an illegal alien because you live here too and you have a, ought to have a right to you know, self-determination as yeah. part of the community so you'll be able to write and vote in our elections. That's, and yet, it mm. uh, wasn't Ted Cruz. Who was the other guy with the senator we like who came out and said, only Amer- Holly, or not, not Holly, but the other one we like, uh, said only Americans should be able to vote in American elections. Jim Jordan. Jim Jordan. Jim Jordan. And he got creamed for it. He got 
roasted for saying only Americans should vote in American elections. That's why they, they've opened the oh border. Oh, my God. That's exactly why they've well, opened the border. Re, and here's my point. Remember, when, I've got four check marks here, little asterisks. Remember when they called us psychopaths and conspiracy theorists because we claimed they're opening this border to get all these liberals coming into our country being dependent on the government. And if they're dependent on the government for food stamps and housing and uh, child care and, uh, and medical care and everything else, you're going to vote for the people who are going to give them all this stuff, which means Democrats. And so, and we, and, and they said, oh, you conspiracy theorists claim, remember they did what Tucker Carlson would talk about, said, oh, you people are claiming they're trying to change our culture. You conspiracy theorists are trying to change our culture. Will you get to that? They're trying to change our culture. It's working. Millions in the last two years have come over. And they're allowing them. That's why they have an open border. And they're doing this so that they can vote in local elections. It's working. And it's over. I, I mean, it's not conspiracy. It's real. It just, they just, you just, I just read it to you. It's here. Yeah. And again, uh, oh, really? Uh, you know, but, you know, go, look in the phone and see what some cop did in uh, Keokuk, Iowa that hey, you want to hey, be pissed you're off You're wondering about. why I'm moving as far away yeah, from the city as I can. I was just about to say that. I was just about to say that. Where I can see somebody you. coming from a mile away, and I have guard dogs. Which also, like, so we could come shoot there. No, you can't shoot there because it's next to the, it's, first oh, of all, the, yeah. the farm oh, is there, there, and it would upset the horses, is. and then this it's all conservatory around there, so you can't hunt or, or tear uh, things up. Oh, that's fine. So Unfortunately, you, okay. you can't shoot. Uh, I love the. I also. We're gonna talk here. I can always say I was shooting at a bear, though. <laughs> um, Not that I would. Have you heard about? Uh, Senator Dianne uh, Feinfickel-Cheatstein. Again, uh, Senator Dianne Feinfickel-Cheatstein from California was the one who faked that sudden discovery of the letter from Christine Halsey, Ballsy, Humper Fumpy, uh, who claimed that Brett Kavanaugh, the Supreme Court nomination, was a gang rapist who used to do uh, chain gang rapist when he was in prep school, and, uh, but she didn't remember where it was or when it was or what year it was, but she sure knows it's true. And then uh, the only time that I've seen, uh, who's the gay uh, senator from, South Carolina. Lindsey Graham, the only time I've seen him go absolutely <laughs> nuts. Well, I don't know for sure. Uh, go absolutely nuts and show uh, what a tough guy he can be was when he accused her and other members of the committee of deliberately trying to smear the uh, reputation by using these phony, uh, all of a sudden, letters come out of nowhere. And, and he said, uh, Diane Feinfiegel-Cheenstein, you had that letter before and you knew you hid it. You kept it from us and you knew it before. And, and she turned around. Remember, she, I, I, I talked on TV. Uh, was, oh, yeah, she asked, the, guys, she asked the board. Uh, were you, we don't remember. You guys, remember that? I, would you, anybody here? Was that our staff? Uh, anything? You know, oh, God, I know. Yeah. Well, she's like 99 years old. Can't remember anything. It was just a soundbite of her <laughs> talking to some of the Democratic caucus members. And she was saying, oh, we're going to go where now? I mean, like, she doesn't know where she is. Anyway, so her this staff. This is the lady that had a Chinese spy drive yeah, her around for, yeah, 20 for 20 years. 20 years in her car. That's okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, and uh, Diane Feinfigel-Cheatstein, uh, her staff yesterday released a notice that said, uh, Senator uh, Feinfigel-Cheatstein is not going to run for re-election. Okay, that was at like nine o'clock in the morning. A few hours later, uh, she's walking somewhere in the Capitol or wherever she was, and a, and a reporter. Oh, was that? You did this the other day. I'm sorry, Diane. You did this the other day. About the guy asking her? Yeah. No, this happened yesterday. You've they announced. They made the announcement yesterday. You and talked about it Monday. That she didn't know she'd retired. Yeah. Didn't he? 
No. I vaguely remember discussing Diane Feinstein, but again, that it, she's, it says that she here that it happened. Well, they made the announcement, and then the reporter asked her, and she said, "No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not making an announcement yeah. yet." But she, she didn't know she was retired. Okay, sorry, all gone. You didn't no. know. You didn't remember. I, I didn't re- remember that. <laughs> <laughs> it can happen to anybody. <laughs> it's possible. It could really happen to anybody. Um, okay. Now, speaking of politics, a little uh, political thing here. Uh, we have an. I guess, is there only a, one official Republican runner in the president? That's Donald Trump, right? So far, official candidate. <laughs> is he? And I'm not I even know if he, I, I guess he's an official candidate. I, again, I don't remember that he made a big splash announcement about it. But anyway, uh, so, well, there's another one now, and it's a girl, and it's Nikki Haley. Now, for the record, I've said before, and I'll say it again, I don't believe there's any way in hell that Nikki Haley is going to be elected president. She's I just she doesn't have the gravitas. VP. She's running for her, her future. Uh, I mean, she'll something's going to happen with her. She'll be on another. She'd be a great VP president, pick. I Secretary think. of State. You know, something. something. Yeah, I mean, she she's in it for the long haul, and and for and she, that's okay. fine. I'm, I'm I'm fine with that. But she's not going to be president anyway. Uh, she's going to announce, and I got a kick out of her announcement uh, because it makes sense. The kind of the only she has to pick out a niche. She has to she has to figure out some way to separate her, other than being a girl, uh, from the other candidates. And I, I think she's found it. And here's uh, was part of her announcement the other day. Oh, this about me. I don't put up with bullies. And when you kick back, it hurts them more if you're wearing heels. I'm Nikki Haley, and I'm running for president. It hurts even more if you're wearing heels. It's line. kinky and sexy, and I like it. Yeah. And, and I do, especially if she has toe cleavage. If she has toe cleavage, sexy girls know what that is. Did you hear the sports guy, Micah Parsons of the Cowboys? No. They were asking him last week for the Super Bowl. Okay, what's your, who's the best running back right now? Leonard Fournette. Uh, what's your favorite player growing up? Cam Newton. Uh, tell us something that no one knows about you. And he goes, uh, I have a foot fetish. <laughs> oh, my God. And, and the interviewer, it was another black guy. The interviewer went, <laughs> no, no, you, no, you're not supposed to. <laughs> he, he, he goes, you, you like toes? <laughs> he goes, yes, yes, I do. Oh, my God. <laughs> Him and Rex Ryan. Okay, uh, yeah, that's, you know, that's way, you know, way too. Now, uh, girls who have sexy feet look great. If you, you look great Nobody in a pair of high heels. Nobody has sexy feet. Well, I can show you pictures. Anyway. No. Oh. Anyway, uh, so <laughs> no. nobody has sexy feet. <laughs> but I thought that was a very unusual. And she talks about uh, in heels, and I thought, oh yeah, she, you got my attention. They're mad. The trumpets are mad at her because she she swore she would never run if Trump was running. Well, uh, she apparently asked him for permission. I, I heard one person really? say that she went to that he gave her, or that that she uh, asked him would it be okay, and he had no problem with it. And again, that sounds like the right decision to make. But again. You know, he used to mock, he mocked her. Imagine her face on money. Remember, he just made fun oh, of her I face. Oh, I remember that. Oh, yeah. Jeez. Yeah, I mean, that was, you know, six years ago or whatever, but still. It's almost as if he's now a plant to destroy the Republican Party. I, I, I don't. And once was, look, if he's on the ballot, I'm voting for him. Yeah, if he's the guy, I'm definitely voting for him. But it seems, he's been, everything he's coming out of his mouth the last three months has been hurtful. Yeah, I know. To, I, the, to I, the conservative. more hurtful I, to the party than helpful. Yes. Yeah. You can't be calling Ron DeSantis Meatball Ron. He's he may the be the guy. Yeah, yeah. Whether he's the whether he's the future in twenty four, he's definitely the future in t- some time, unless something bad happens. But still. Um, anyway, now again, uh, these uh, leftists. Uh, one more example of, of, of again. If you you don't think this is real, it's really happening. Uh, an advocacy group promoting the American family is getting creamed on social media. A Democratic South Dakota state congresswoman named Erin Healy 
is criticizing the Family Heritage Alliance. The Family Heritage Alliance said this morning that the safest place for kids are in families that have a married mom and dad. This South Dakota Democrat said, what a dangerous and un-American belief. <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I've, the tweet sparked backlash across Twitter, prompting Good. Haley to a limit who could reply to her tweets. Uh, one person said, okay, groomer. Uh, Representative huh? Haley's completely disregarded what we know to be true about children and families. Growing up in the home of a married biological mother and a father is the single largest predict predictor of success later in life. It's highly ironic that she describes a well-known fact about child safety as dangerous and un-American. Functioning nuclear families are now dangerous and un-American. Oh, my God, what a sick world if that's true. Aaron doesn't realize that comments like this can cause candidates to lose unexpectedly. <laughs> uh, this is well-established, uncontroversial, and obviously a not un-American to believe. How sealed does one's echo chamber have to be to tweet something like this? Again, who would even think of saying a thing like that? That a, that a mo married mom and dad raising a family is un-American? I know, that's just as dumb as it... Well, it's not fair to all the people who don't have us. You know, I mean, it's just... Wait, no, that's not what we're... We're not saying that you're all bad if you don't have... Right. You know, that's not what we're saying. It, it just means... So you don't call us un-American because you're not... They don't have your married... Th I mean, my God. But again, why, why would you even think? Why, why would you go there? It's definitely anti-federal policy <laughs> since the 60s. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Da take the daddy away and let the yeah. government be the dad. Yeah. Yeah. Let the village raise the idiot. Yeah. And, and, and I'm not done yet. One more. You don't uh, think this is true? What's happening in life about, true, about going left? In, in California. Law enforcement agencies in California, according to a new state law that's being considered right now, law enforcement agencies in California would be prevented from using police canines, police dogs, in situations where they might bite somebody. <laughs> so, so wait, no, no, hold on a minute. <laughs> I swear to God, I'm not. I'm uh, the assembly members in charge of this idea said it would help end a practice with a troubling history involving black communities and police dogs. Under the bill, law enforcement would be prohibited from using police dogs in apprehensions, arrests, and crowd control. The use of police canines has inflicted brutal violence and lifelong trauma on black Americans and communities of color. This bill marks a turning point in the fight to end this cruel and inhumane practice and build trust between the police and the communities they serve. Oh, the dogs could still be used to sniff out bombs and drugs, but nothing that involves possibly biting. We're trying to make sure that people are not harmed. Police dog! Trying to make sure you're not harmed and seriously injured by using canines. Many of these bites can cause lifelong injuries. So let's make this clear. Lifelong injuries before you're proven guilty. Uh, we can see during the time of our nation's history, whether it's the civil rights movement or to this day in black and brown communities, this is an opportunity for us to continue to bring humanity to our criminal okay. justice system. <laughs> that reminds me of what Bill Maher, they filmed in L.A., yeah. Bill Maher show. He had Paul Begala on. Yeah, right. tell and, the story. And, and, he, and Bill Maher said, 
uh, it says nothing about crime. And Begala said, well, you know what? Democrats have got over and need to realize the fact, and we need Democrats to come out and say that some people do behind. Some people need some to go to jail. Some people need to go to jail. And one person clapped. Yeah. And Margaret, Margaret, hold, hold, hold on a second. <laughs> I just want to point out <laughs> that just one person yeah. thinks. Yeah. He goes, I believe some people belong right. behind yeah. bars. Again, again. They, they really, everything is for the criminal. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, obviously, police dogs, the cops de-escalate situation before they get deployed. The number of dogs on the street reduce the number of assaults on police and other people in the community. You know, if you send in the dog, it's a, as opposed to sending in the gun. You know, you don't have to shoot the guy. Have the dog take him down. I mean, come on. Everybody knows this. This is bullshit. They're, they're just, they do anything they can uh, to try to, you know, make it bad and divide their, you know, once again, uh, it's, it's not fair to black people. Well, you know, the dog doesn't care whether you're black or white. If you're, if you're committing a crime and the dog's going in there the dog's going in there for the criminal not the color of him i mean it's just stupid stupid then stop you know committing your crimes i don't know <laughs> whoever yeah. thought of that i guess um how about one more uh, 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 rather bizarre thing and it kind of reminds me of a very brief period of time when i was in marriage counseling <laughs> <clears throat> How did that go? I wish I remembered the guy's name. I'd be blasting uh, before, him all over the place. Before Kimmer reads another uh, yeah. story to us, <laughs> farmhouseprintingco.com would like you, you to know all about printing. That anything you need, T-shirt-wise, hats, signs, tumblers, promotional items, no minimum order. You can get one or a thousand. Get the thousand while you're at it. No setup fees. They got laser engraving for the hard stuff, the big stuff, you yeah. know, like cattle or something like that. Yeah, yeah farmhouseprintingco.com. They do all our stuff here at Kimber Show. Holy crap, it's sports. They Shannon have their own doggy down them. there. I get to play with them when I went down to see them. Really? What kind of doggy do they have? It's a golden retriever. Oh, beautiful good. doggy. They, they, they may did. be the cutest puppies. They, oh, God, they do. They yeah, the they, are, they do. They made the, the uh, pod, uh, uh, podcast. Podcast rug. Uh, they did my golf towel for my son-in-law that I had made up for a special fake tournament thing and stuff. They do great work. Farmhouseprintingco.com. Well done, you guys. Um, I, I came across this the other day, and I thought it was Disgusting. fairly stupid, so I thought I'd pass it along. This, this is the way, you know, again, I, 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 have, I have a master's degree, and they asked me to stay to get my Ph.D. because I was teaching a course and stuff like that. Uh, and so they asked me to get my Ph.D. and stay and be a professor, an adjunct, whatever, associate professor, and so forth. And I, at first, for a split second, I thought, and then I thought to myself, I don't want to spend my life in the library and doing study and research projects and doing, you know, I just, it, it was yeah. an interest to me, you know, I just didn't want to do it. Um, well, now you would have chat GPT do it. For now, I, yeah, now I could, I mean, that's, and we're going to talk about that too. Uh, uh, but, and so I came across this of, of a Harvard trained psychologist. Here's a, here's a, is a, a marriage counselor who is trained at Harvard. Okay. Uh, and he had came out with a list of toxic phrases that quote, will show your relationship is in trouble. Uh -oh. Dr. Courtney Warren uh, one of the phrases that shows your relationship could be in a toxic situ situation is when you tell him or her, you don't deserve me. Okay, that's a, that's a fairly good sign. Okay, Goodbye. That's, that's pretty much a duh. One of my other favorites, this is a Harvard psychologist Harvard. warning you that if you use it, this is a possible sign that you could have a problem in your relationship if this you say things like, you're pathetic. <laughs> These aren't the amateurs at Yale. At Yale we're talking no, about no. here. This, this is, is Harvard. Harvard my, this is the Boston <laughs> Common people. Uh, Name-calling simplifies 
a person into one negative attribute instead of appreciating the complexity of who they are, an individual with a host of characteristics, some of which you may not like. <laughs> so you're pathetic. <laughs> another one another one of my favorites. Again, this is a Harvard psychologist. Has anyone ever called you pathetic? <laughs> Especially of a spouse or girlfriend. No, no one's ever called no. you. Who, I, who does that? Flounder? People like you're you being quiet over there. <laughs> you no. and Flounder. No one's ever called you pathetic. No one's no. ever called me pathetic. No, I don't. Can't remember that. No. Uh, what are they, they get a Harvard psychologist saying this yeah. might be an indication you have a problem in your relationship. You're being crazy. You're trying to make your partner doubt themselves. Called uh, gaslighting their perception of reality. I have said that. You're delirious. Your problem is all in your head. Yeah. Uh, your response to this situation is making it worse. Uh, act like you don't love what you don't like about your partner's actions in a constructive way. But my favorite, again, this is a Harvard psychologist with his advice on an indication it might be a hint that there could be a problem in your relationship. For example, the phrase, I hate you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Number one. Red flag. I hate you. Red flag. <laughs> Red flag. <laughs> what you should say instead, it's hard for me to be around you right now. Take a minute to calm down before you say something that may not be true, even if it feels it in the moment. <laughs> I hate hate you that's a oh is that a toxic sign mr psychologist from harvard jeez i mean come my god by the way i have to clear something up here (laughs) all right sir eddie goes they made a rug out of lucas (laughs) (laughs) well it's a cat skin rug no 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 (laughs) for (laughs) for lucas (laughs) one thing that flounder never talks about is lucas had an older brother he had an older brother (laughs) yeah Oh, no. And that's worth it. <laughs> um, as Louis, you what's know, his name? What's that? Louie. Louie. Um, as Lucas you know, I don't, I go on, I go to, on Twitter Louis, one, maybe once a day, maybe twice a day for you five need to minutes start, to you see should, You should on. start going on Twitter more. Yeah. I should start or yes. not start? Yeah. I should? Okay. Well, okay. Well, for example, I, I went on Twitter and it had a list of things on the left-hand side of this, uh, stuff that's being tweeted about. And one of them said the word Monica. And so I clicked on Monica, and it was it's a tweet uh, a, a string about uh, the TV series Yellowstone, which we talked about recently, which used to be one of my favorites, and I'm not watching anymore, I, although I guess... Is it even on? Is it over now for good, or were they doing it another year? Another year, maybe. I th- maybe. Anyway, uh, but what this Twitter thing was about was all of a sudden they started picking on Monica. The actress who... She's the... Uh, the, uh, the British actress? No, no, no. She's the, the wife of the young kid in Yellowstone who they live in... The, they have the little boy and he got I've kidnapped. I've never seen a second of it. Oh, my God. I okay, no well, uh, Monica is the Indian girl. Uh, oh. the, the, the she's son. married to one of the son, the, yeah, the, 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 the youngest son. The, young, the son who was in the military and killed all those people and he's uh, and he's kind of... A, he has long hair and he's married to this Indian girl named Monica and they have a little boy and he got kidnapped by white supremacists and they saved him from what? white supremacists. Yeah, yeah. Oh, true, up in the mountains. Yeah, it's true. He's sort of got... Anyway, uh, and so they, a lot of it is about Monica, the Indian princess, who uh, she teaches Indian culture at the school. Uh, she raises her uh, very strict Indian things and stuff like that. Okay, well, here's the tweet about Monica. The actress who plays Monica on Yellowstone is Chinese and used to claim she was Cherokee until the tribe came out and said she wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> I like the Yellowstone series, but why can't they have an actual Native American in the role of Monica? 
when you figure out that the like symbol on Yellowstone, the Y symbol, makes the same thing as, as uh, liking all the tweets, I'll, I'll tweet that too. Uh, Yellowstone memes are spreading faster than an airborne toxic event I haven't heard of. Uh, honestly, Yellowstone's everyone always has a monologue plan for every single socio-political issue is worse than the leftist propaganda. Uh, I will now like all Yellowstone treats. Stop deconstructing my belief that people in Yellowstone are real and ranchers actually act and live like the show portrays. The actress on Monica is, is Chinese. Oh, man, they're all going nuts, the fact that she's a Chinese actress. And she used to be, could try to get anyway. Yeah, it's called Just, acting. Yeah, it's, it's acting. Acting, and, acting and, my dear boy. They have to get a real, uh, so with the next guy who plays a, 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 a handicapped guy with no leg, they have to cut off an actor's leg to be able to play I, the I role? Hope. I mean, it's unbelievable. I hope. Um, <laughs> Anyway, uh, a quick. Uh, uh, I think these people. Are, m- most actors are stupid. I, I, most actors I've ever known are stupid. Not all, but most of them are stupid. And, and smarter people write the words that they memorize. Yeah. They have one talent. They can memorize words and they can emote them back in front of you, yeah. in front of a camera or a crowd. That's their only talent. Yeah. They have emotional talent to be able why, to be. Why somebody do we else. listen to them? Yeah. I. I. I, I the last. P- you know, the, the, the people who I would listen to last about political advice or cultural advice are, are sports people and actors. You got that right. I mean, they're dumb as hell, most of them. I'm sorry. Anyway. Say, Pete, that's where their profession started because they were dumb people in the Renaissance. Well, back or in something? the Shakespearean days, they yeah. treated them as scum. Yeah. They was, it the was court gestures. Ju- they were stuff. the lowest low of the rung of working people. No one paid any attention to actors till Hollywood, the golden era in the 20s and 30s when they became yeah. big stars. Yeah. And that's when people started paying attention to well, them. Well, I guess once sound came into film. Yeah. In fact, I'm going to bring up something here shortly. Have you ever heard of the It Girl? Oh, yeah. Do you know what that is, Flounder? I'll bet you don't know what the it girl is. Have you ever actually heard the phrase, she's the it girl? Yes, I've heard the it girl, yes. Do you have any idea of what Like the popular girl? We're going to find, well, we'll we'll talk more about it. I know her name. First of all, I That, ladies and gentlemen, is a tease. I know several. But anyway, first of all, now, holy crap, it's sports. Coming up later, a couple of sports things (laughs) I wanted to ask you about. Um, Derek Carr. Yes, sir. Uh, refused to be traded officially, so they cut him. Yes, sir. So now he's a free agent. Yes, sir. And is that? And, and now, is the, uh, what about the, the coming to the Falcons? Or uh, do we well, have him? Or I, I don't think he he's wants thirty-four to come years here. old for one thing. If I was the Jets, I'd jump all over him. But they they're going after Aaron Rodgers for some reason. Aaron Rodgers yeah. is washed up. You think he's washed up? Do you see him play the last few games? He couldn't throw it thirty yards, but, and he threw it. And he did. Right. He threw it to the other team. I, you With know, the I didn't season get that on the line. I didn't get that impression. He's I, 39. Yeah. Well, that's a lot. Oh, actually, I'm sorry. Derek Carr will be 32. He's 32 He's years re- old. You know, he runs. So that's he, kind of the last. He owns almost every record for the Raiders. Yeah. So, and again, he did not want to. He wanted to be cut so he could make his own new deal without yeah. suffering for it. If he if he had been traded, he would have lost something or other on something. And he he might show up here. He'd yeah. be an improvement. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, he's. Uh, I didn't know how you felt about him. Uh, whether I like he made him. the right choice. I like him. Um, also, I thought this was really pretty interesting. Check this out. Uh, two stories in a row, just very quickly. The Indianapolis Colts have hired Shane Steichen, Steichen, Steichen? Steichen Shane Steichen <laughs> as their head coach. Yes, um, Steichen uh, was in Philadelphia as their offensive coordinator. Yes, sir. The Arizona Cardinals have hired defensive coordinator Jonathan Gannon from the uh, Philadelphia Eagles. The Eagles lost their offensive coordinator to the Colts, mm-hmm. uh, and they lost their defensive coordinator to the Cardinals. They lost both their top guys. When was the last time this happened? 
I don't think it's ever happened. 1994, 49ers. Who were the two coaches that left? Uh, Shanahan. Oh, Shanahan. Mike Shanahan, Shanahan to the Broncos. Uh, the other guy went to the Eagles. Oh, God. I know this, too. Black man. Uh, oh, I know who it is. You don't know you don't. No, maybe I don't know who it is. Ray Rhodes. No, I didn't know who it was. I remember the name now. I remember yeah. now, but I hadn't forgotten. Anyway, I think I mean that's really what a what a tribute to the Eagles. Now, what are they going to do? Are they now? Would you be nervous if you're the GM of the Eagles? Would you say, "Holy shit, we lost both our top uh, coordinators"? I tell you what, Todd Monken <laughs> left Georgia to go to Baltimore. I think that was a mistake. If I was, if he waited like one day or two longer, he could have been Jalen Hurts yeah. OC in yeah. Philly with a better team. Yeah, boy, I'd be anyway. kicking myself right yeah. now. But I thought I, I thought that was uh, pretty strange. Did you? Yesterday I was watching Ryan Clark. You know Ryan Clark. Yeah. Speaks his mind and everything. He's a funny guy. And he was on with Elle uh, Watcherface from Georgia. And she's talked about Aaron Rodgers going to the darkness retreat. Have you heard this? Oh, my God. He's going to spend a week where it's basically like an old Indian sweat hut or something, apparently. Well, in the dark. Yeah. He's going to stay in the and dark. There's no, and okay, and no stimulus. And it just, yeah. Let him do what he wants. He's, like, he's kind of like that he's anyway. He's got money he's and time. He's kind of a freak. I mean, he is. I'd be doing the same thing Absolutely. if I had money and time. Not Absolutely. for yeah. four yeah. days. But anyway. He's fine. So, he, Ryan Clark said, when I heard Aaron Rodgers was going on a darkness retreat, <laughs> I thought he was going to freak Nick. <laughs> <laughs> now imagine if a white player said that. I mean, remember those? Remember we, we first covered Freak Nick in oh, Atlanta? I still got the T-shirt. I put out the, uh, the, the, the stand out there on the street and fresh from the hood came over and yeah. did commentary on the people riding. And we used to make fun of the Oh, there's some guy hanging out of his car now trying to get, hey, hey baby, come over here. You know, yeah. it's just unbelievable. Fun. We have now he'd probably get shot if you and did now, something and like freak, that. Well, it, you know, the first few years, it, it, you know, the neighborhoods were nuts because people were going and going to the bathroom in their lawns, and nobody could get anywhere. The crowd was mobbed. The traffic was brutal all through Buckhead and everything else. But it was still fun. I mean, it was pretty much harmless, and the, until they started swarming girls at the malls and things, and, and defecating in yards yeah, and, and, and stuff like got, that. The first two years weren't really a big deal, and then all of a sudden they said, "No more freak Nick," and they started clamping down and, and, and said, "Well, you come here, your life's going to be miserable because we're going to give you a ticket." And put you in jail or whatever. And that was so. the black leadership doing that, saying enough is enough. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> you know, we should know better. Um, anyway, uh, I was going to tell the thing about the zoo. I don't care about that. How about a thing, uh, a bizarre thing in history? Oh, it's Kimmer's story time. It's Kimmer's story Sounds time. <laughs> Do we have any music for Kimmer's story? No, 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 no wait now. a minute here. Um, uh, <laughs> February 15th, 1942, a bad day at Blackrock in Britain. Prime Minister Winston Churchill, recalling Britain's unconditional surrender of its colonial power base in Singapore, the supposedly impregnable Gibraltar of the East, was given up unconditional surrender to the rampaging forces of Japan, February 15, 1942. Winston Churchill said, the worst disaster and largest capitulation in British history. A devastating setback for the Allies in the earliest days of World War II. Don't forget, we were not winning anything for quite a while. A staggering blow to the British prestige in the region. Again, that was 42. That was only... Uh, you know, two months after Pearl Harbor. So it was the early part of the war. Uh, but it may be a happier ending. 
1899, French President Félix Ferrer was having a perfectly delightful day dallying with his mistress, Marguerite Steinil, yeah. when at the climatic moment the French euphemistically call Le Petit Mort, the Little Death, that moment, you know, we're talking about with a special yeah, yeah, lady. Yeah. Uh, something bad had happened. Flacheur, the uh, French president, suffered a massive stroke, which caused that little death he no doubt enjoyed so much to grow into one significantly less appealing, the wow. actual big death in the saddle with his mistress. He, so he, Nelson <laughs> Rockefeller. Like Nelson Rockefeller, you know, it, uh, you know if you Nelson. gotta go. Can you imagine the girl? Yeah, it's a bad thing for the girl. Because for the rest of her life, well, it's going to put something in her head. Well, anytime, yeah, I mean, but, you know, shoving them on. I mean, whatever. I mean, you know, man, you died on you. No, you know? no. <laughs> Thank you. I think Nelson had the good sense to be behind her, but I don't know. Well, I <laughs> Bend over, I'll drive. Or something like that. By the way, let, let me ask you a I'll question. I'll drive you home, yeah. You know what Baker's chocolate is? You two both know what Baker's chocolate is. You've used Baker's it. Baker's dozen? Baker's oh, chocolate. Baker's cho oh, no, I know what that is. My mother used to use that in, in old, old like time recipes. Baker's chocolate. like a powdered chocolate? Well, that no, comes it's in bars. Bar. It's like a, it's like a, a base it, chocolate. It's like really th thick, heavy yeah. kind of. Uh, it's like it's like a base. If you're making soup, you'd put it in the base of stuff. For Why soup. is it called Baker's chocolate? I think it was famous because bakers would use it to make their special uh, their stuff. It wasn't used in the home. They, they would. That's true. But the reason it's called Baker's chocolate yeah. is the man who invented it was Doctor Baker. Well, I'll be damned. Okay. Now, you've heard of German chocolate cake. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It has a lot of coconut I'm in it. I'm not a big all. fan of German chocolate. Well, it's got coconut in it, but it's, it's got a lot of chocolate in it. It's all chocolate, solid chocolate. Why is it called German chocolate cake? Because he designed it in Germany with their special coconut farms. It has something. absolutely nothing, <laughs> nothing to do, to do, with, do Germany. with Germany. Germany at all. Sam German came up with the recipe. For, you know why he came up with the why recipe? Why did he come up with the recipe? Because he worked for Dr. Baker. A Baker's chocolate. Now, wait a minute. And it's officially, the, the cake is supposed to be called Baker's German Sweet Chocolate Cake. Well, I'll be damned. Yeah. So the two are connected. Yeah. Baker's chocolate and the German chocolate cake. Weird? It had nothing to do with Germany. Nothing to do with Germany or, or Baker's. Or Baker. <laughs> <laughs> well, now that's the kind of story we could use more of, ladies and gentlemen. If you go to thekimmershow.net, you can get on patreon.com. You can get... P PayPal. You can go on Venmo, Venmo. Get the whole deal. Bingity, bangity, bingity, bongity. And we can keep this silly, ridiculous show going. Outstanding. Well done. I like Good it. Stuff. I like it. Uh, how about a couple of birthdays? Okay. Uh, cartoonish, uh, cartoonist Matt Greening. It's actually spelled G-R-O-E, but it's Greening. Greening. Uh, I believe it's pronounced G-R-E-E-N, Greening. Frown. Flounder? It, I say greening. He says graining. Uh, do graining. a Google search on Matt Greening. G-R-O-E-N. G-R-O-E-N-I-N-G. Groening. Yeah, he did the Simpsons. He's 69 years old. Uh, he did the Simpsons and Futurama. Right. Uh, he named his son Homer. <laughs> and his sister's name is Lisa. <laughs> like the Simpsons. Matt Greening, I call it. It's Matt... Looks like groaning, G R O E. Yeah, but N what's the pronunciation guide? Yeah, if you, you do have the pronunciation, it'll tell you. Matt. It even say the it. one I read said greening, spelled it G R E E N. Really? Yeah. Huh. But I, I would go either way. 
That's what I've like, like that's what he said. Uh, <laughs> as we continue looking, uh, Jane Seymour is seventy-two. Oh, yeah, she's still she's been woman. on a long time. Um, I, I got excited for the wrong reason. I saw the birthday list. Claire Bloom is ninety-two, and I thought, oh man, she was. I liked her even when she was older, and she was such a hottie and high plains drifter and Animal House. That was Verna Bloom. I was thinking of oh. not Claire Bloom. Verna Bloom died three years ago uh, at the age of eighty. And she was that hottie in, in uh, High Plains Drifter, who did the cook the meal remember. for him and stuff. And also in Animal House, she was the uh, dean's wife. Oh, yeah, she was kind of hot. She was hot. Yeah. Uh, Melissa Manchester is 72 today. Good voice. Uh, the model Janice Dickinson, involved in uh, The Price is Right and uh, with uh, Matt Bar- well, is it? And Bob Barker. Oh, yeah, the one that sued. Uh, 60 is sued him, 68 years old. Good-looking woman. Yeah, pretty. Uh, Joseph Canascoli, do you know that name? 64 years old. Joseph Canascoli. From the Sopranos was the guy who played Vito, the fat, losing, secret gay biker who got clubbed <laughs> to death. Yeah, yeah, Vito. Uh, Stephen Michael Quezada from Breaking Bad, 60 today. He was uh, Hank's partner. The, oh, yeah. uh, the other the other guy in Breaking Bad. I've seen Bad, him in a few cut. things. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. yeah, good guy. Looks like graining, G-R-A-Y, is how you would is say it. Is it? Okay, well, yeah. uh, then it could be uh, either way. Uh, we're both right. Well, I said it too. <laughs> Mine came too. <laughs> you, know, yeah, you can owe me. <laughs> and I never sliced. Um, in 1968, John Lennon joined George Harrison and his wife, Patty, on a trip to India to study meditation with Maharishi Mahesh Yogi Bear. Hey, boo. Uh, Paul McCartney and Ringo would join them a few days later, but Ringo only lasted a couple of days, calling it completely boring, like a cheap seaside vacation. Much of the Beatles' White Album was written and finished during that stay with a a yogi. Dear Prudence was written for Mia Farrow's younger sister, who was depressed and sad, so John wrote the song Dear Prudence for her. Remember the, the, oh, you don't remember the uh, group Patience and Prudence, a singing group? No, I do not. The, I, the name Prudence, yeah. When's the last time you saw somebody named Prude? Remember the, the uh, girls' movie with the uh, graduates, girls all went to New York, they gra- uh, what was it called, the, the Women? And it was with uh, Holly Bergen, or not, uh, Candace Bergen, and some mm. other, and all the girls. Anyway, one of them was named Prudence. Called her Prue. Um, where was I? Uh, clean, boring, bing. Oh, uh, 2013, Chubby Checker filed a half-million-dollar lawsuit against Hewlett-Packard for what Hewlett-Packard put on their cell phones and tablets that not only used the 71-year-old Chubby Checker's name, but measured a man's manhood on a Chubby Checker scale based Based on his shoe size. Come on, man. <laughs> you lit Packard. Uh, 1991, the hideous Rod Stewart's beautiful ex-girlfriend Kelly Emberg sued the ridiculous rocker for $25 million in Los Angeles palimony. They had lived together from 1985 to 1990, and palimony became a big, big thing back then. Lee Marvin. Lee Marvin was the first one who started with that little hottie brunette chick, who, the actress who lived with him. And Wade Boggs. Uh, that's another one, Wade Boggs, absolutely. And didn't he give her herpes or something? and she's got him for that too I think anyway uh, the horrid singer Rod Stewart later said instead of getting married again I'm just going to find a woman I don't like and give her a house this morning in North Carolina wheels are spinning determination is winning a passion is now a thriving business and it shows no signs of slowing down how? the power of a conversation like the one Clint Spiegel had with First Horizon Bank about starting a bike wheel manufacturing facility in Asheville Now it's not just talk, it's rubber meets road. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Clint. 
First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Marketing is everywhere. From the billboards on the highways to the notifications on your phone, we are constantly bombarded with people trying to sell us stuff. What makes good marketing? Are you doing enough in your life personally and professionally to market yourself? You have questions, and the Marketing Mad Men have answers. Search the Marketing Mad Men on Google or your favorite podcast provider to get practical marketing advice from expert guests who are shaping and reshaping the business world. They say marketing is a madman's game. Join the Marketing Mad Men every Saturday at 4 p.m. to find out why. Um, a couple of historical notes. 1927. You've heard the phrase It Girl? Mm-hmm. Well, here we go. Here's where it started. On this day, the silent movie It was released in 1927, starring Clara Bow. It turned this young ingenue into a legend who would come to be known as the It Girl. The movie is in the National Film Registry as culturally and historically significant. And that's where It Girl started. Now, for the record, there have been famous It Girls over the years. Uh, In the 1930s, uh, a poor little rich girl, Barbara Hutton, uh, who got the Woolworth fortune, was married seven times. She was an It Girl in the 30s. Uh, So was Gloria Vander built four husbands anderson cooper's her son uh, in the 1940s the it girl was katherine hepburn who wore trousers and broke the molds of fashion and uh, uh, public uh, exposure by women who had a big mouth in the 50s the it girl marilyn monroe and bridget bardot in the 60s the it girl was elizabeth taylor in the 70s farrah fawcett and laura hutton no yeah no. Uh, yeah, Laura Hutton had the gap to it. Very famous. It was the girl the 70s. Well, yeah. Her and Linda uh, Carter. Yeah. Uh, in the 80s, he had girl was Brooke Shields. And in the 90s, he had girl was Cindy Crawford. Yeah. Do we have an it girl now? Lizzo, probably. <laughs> well, she's two. Did you see she got she got another award and For what? she was I don't know. I mean, From just, John Deere. It's just unbelievable. International Harvester. I don't know. Who I gave don't. her one. Of the it's say that uh, Donald Trump has announced he is for ballot harvesting. Well, yeah, if the Republicans well, do it, yeah, absolutely, got no problem oh, with it. I got one more. I'm sorry. In honor of, in honor, in honor of my, uh, almost, I swear to God, I'm <laughs> almost done. In, in honor of my dear, sweet, late mother, whose uh, main claim to fame and to the much to the chagrin of my dear departed father, my mother collected dolls and teddy bears. And by dolls, I mean, you know, collector, the, the, the QVC people, you know, the $1,000 Princess Margaret doll or something, you know, and the she had a house filled with the dolls. The eyes that follow you around the yeah, room. Uh, yeah. Well, the QVC people, would, you know, the deliveries on our front porch yeah. went on for years, every three or four days. And the other thing she collected was teddy bears. She had, and I mean the Steef and Stife and all the collectible, all the original, I mean, oh my God, there were thousands of them. When, when she left. Oh, we just got Tracy to send us a, a big thing on uh, you, on Venmo. Thank you, Tracy. Very, very kind. Anyway, so uh, she collected teddy bears, and we donated. I mean, there must, I think we found that there was something like a hundred thousand dollars worth of teddy bears that she had collected wow. over the year. They, she took up four rooms in her. We had an old colonial house, and she took up most of it with those t- stupid teddy bears. Um, no, no. And whenever I go to visit her in Florida, we I used to have to take her to the official teddy bear museum, which is in near Jupiter, Florida, mm-hmm. or not Jupiter, now dear. Near uh, Bonita Springs. Anyway, uh, teddy bear. Here's the story behind the teddy bear. You may have heard the original story, and you may not have known all of it. Here it is very quickly. The original teddy bear was invented in honor of President Theodore Roosevelt. It all began when Teddy Roosevelt was on a bear hunting trip near Onward, Mississippi, November 14th, 1902. 
Mississippi's governor had invited uh, Teddy Roosevelt, the president, and unlike other hunters in the group, Teddy Roosevelt had not spotted a single bear. So Roosevelt's assistants, led by Holt Collier, a born slave and former Confederate cavalryman, the assistant now to the president, cornered and tied a black bear to a willow tree. Then they summoned President Roosevelt. Teddy Roosevelt suggested that he shoot it. Viewing this as extremely unsportsmanlike, Teddy Roosevelt said, I'm not shooting that bear. The news of that event quickly spread through newspaper articles all over the country, recounting the story of the president who refused to shoot a bear. But it wasn't just any president. It was Teddy Roosevelt, who was a famous big game hunter. Yep. So a Clifford Barberryman political cartoonist read the article, decided to lightheartedly satirize the president's refusal to shoot a bear. His cartoon appeared in the Washington Post November 16, 1902. Morris Mikedom, a Brooklyn store candy shop owner, saw the cartoon, had an idea. He and his wife Rose happened to make stuffed animals. So Mixton and his wife decided to create a stuffed toy bear and dedicate it to the President of the United States who refused to shoot it, and he called it Teddy's Bear. After receiving Teddy Roosevelt's permission to use his name, Mitchum mass-produced the toy bears, which were so popular, he soon founded the Ideal Toy Company. To this day, the teddy bear has worldwide popularity. Its origins trace back to the fateful hunting trip in 1902 because he refused to shoot that bear. But I had no idea about his former slave that he has is now his assistant tied a bear. I mean, I, I had no idea it about all that stuff. It was a scrawny little bear, yeah, too. Yeah, it, it was really, it was Sad. a, yeah, but he said, there's no way. Anyway, that's the story of the trip that changed, uh, that changed that, that trip. And that cartoon and that teddy bear changed America's baby bedrooms forever. Yep. And cars, you're taking your kid on a car trip, get the teddy bear. If you're going, you know, teddy bears have... They they carry, the firemen carry it around, the paramedics, that's to right. get the kids. Police have them in their cars, yeah. uh, kids in an accident or stuff. And, well, the police uh, do it because they like teddy well, bears. Well, they like teddy bears. Uh, anyway, uh, so there you are. There you are? All right. I got nothing. One year ago this year... This year, yeah. We lost a great man. One year ago, who did we lose? One of my favorite people. One year ago, of all today, time. this year. Yeah, one of the Not funniest fixing. men who ever lived. Oh, uh, Rodney Dangerfield, P.J. O'Rourke. Oh God, that's right. Rodney Dangerfield has been of, dead for thirty years. I know. I'm just saying. <laughs> I forgot it was only one year. You said one year ago. I, I thought just anniversary day. P.J. O'Rourke. P.J. O'Rourke. So Very in honor him, let, let me give you one of his quotes, and this may be one of the best quotes about teenagers ever. And he's got a million of them. <clears throat> Name me if yeah. you can. Yeah. A better feeling than the one you get when you've half a bottle of Chivas in the bag with a gram of Coke up your nose and a teenage lovely pulling off her tube top in the next seat over while you're doing 100 miles an hour in a suburban side street. <laughs> <laughs> that is a feeling you never get over, I'll say that. <laughs> I know I've never forgotten it myself. <laughs> get a tube top pulling off her tube top. Now, you don't like math. Cloudy, you don't like math either. None of us. Math. Okay. The funny thing is, is two of my friends who love math, they say, you should always love math because there's always an answer. Well, it's, yeah, theoretically. Well, I can tolerate algebra. That's when I started hating math. Maybe even a little calculus. No. But geometry is where I draw the line. Geometry? That's the only thing I was ever good at. Go ahead. 
All right. You, you missed the punchline. Just missed Sorry. the punchline. I thought you were going to have a thing. I did. All right, you go ahead. <laughs> do it over. Do it over. <laughs> Flounder got it. Everybody else got it, but you. Oh, but I draw the line. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know what's your delivery? It's just so smooth. It's so good. I, just, I thought it was part of the sound. I just did. I didn't realize. I was so good that I just. Didn't. All right. See if you can stay quiet for this two seconds. All right, I'll try Joke. my best. Okay. You bastard. Brandon has a question. Who put the alphabet in alphabetical order? Elon. Yeah, somebody Musk. Had to somebody did. You know, I, I, I mean, think about that. Who started the alphabet? The Phoenicians. Well, yeah, but somebody had to say, you know what? We need a way to, you know, let's make a symbol that means something. I mean, you know, that was Edmus. And then an individual, and not only an individual word. Now, I, you know, I, yep. I can see if you were trying to communicate, or somebody finally had the brains to say, you know what? We need to be able to describe what that thing is, that rock. So let's call it a rock. We'll just make a word for that thing. But they even went more. Now they went into a letter that would be used to put together more letters to make the sound of that thing, yep. making it much more difficult steps to get there but someone had to figure out well let's make it even smaller well it was a Phine the egyptians and the phoenicians were supposedly the first ones who did it because they found out in the desert there around israel <laughs> old rocks where they had chiseled it yeah. in the egyptians had chiseled it in yeah but can you, can you imagine the, being the, guy? the letter a looked like the letter yeah. a and the b looks like yeah. the b and it's but, amazing but, how, but who was the guy who said you know we need to get smaller we need to we need to have an, a teeny little thing representing another teeny little thing I mean, mm -hmm. just, I want to know who came up with cursive drugs. Well, who, who drugs. came up with that? Who came up with the electric motor? I mean, who came up with motors? Who came up with pulleys? Who came up with? Well, they needed that. Uh, yeah, yeah, but someone had to, you know, fire. I mean, well, uh, I can I see. Mean, where did engineering start? Yeah, I know. Egypt, probably. Uh, you know, the Sumeria. Wheel and, Sumeria. And, and, what kills me is the wheel. It took them thousands of years yeah. to figure they out. Should have known. Boulders rolling downhill. I mean, who, who didn't know? <laughs> you couldn't figure that one they out. Just put a stick between two of these round things and see what happens. I don't even. <laughs> so Elon Musk sends out some weird tweets, <laughs> and usually he says there are no coincidences. That's a big thing of him. There's no coincidences. It's everything, everything is, is a thing. thing. All right. Okay. He's got the Earth. He's got it, the Earth, and on one end he's got stone in, Stonehenge sticking out. Yeah. And at the other end, exact opposite of the planet, he's got the Easter Island heads sticking out. So the feet would be Stonehenge of this giant. The head would be Easter Island. Guess what the penis is? Yuck. Uh, It'd be halfway Arkansas? between Stonehenge and Easter Island. I don't know. Or soaring like that. Well, you're a, you're a geography guy. <clears throat> the now. Washington Monument. Oh. <laughs> yeah. What the hell? <laughs> Is that actually in terms of I don't, actual distance, I, you mean? I don't. How about the Kingsley Burnett, maybe the dumbest man in America this week? Kingsley, what did he do? Kingsley decided he, he's an African-American male, and he decided, sure. I want to see Sydney, Australia. Well, that's a laudable thing to say. It would be so, a wonderful place to visit. So in New York City, he said, I'm going to go to Sydney, Australia, and he bought a ticket to Sydney. Excellent. Got Excellent. in the plane, and the planes fly, fly, fly a few hours, and all of a sudden it starts to land. And he's yeah. going, well, this is... Wow. Awful short flight. Fast to trip. Yeah. He landed in Sydney, Montana. Oh. He, the idiot bought a ticket to Sydney, Montana. The famous. Blew, uh, yeah. It blew most of his vacation. I would think, yeah. In Sydney, Montana. <laughs> how do you make a mistake like that? I mean, come on. I'll uh, find the bit. There's a funny comedian who does a bit on that talking about how there's a, what is it? Uh, Nashville, Rome, New York, there's Rome, a Paris, Georgia. Tennessee. 
Oh, yeah, it's Paris, yeah, Paris, Paris, Paris Texas. Georgia. And yeah, does Paris, some other Texas. stuff. And it's like, could you really be there and be like, well, bonjour. I'm going to this New Yorker. I'm May Weeder. Who was the Michigan State shooter? What do you look like? Oh, a black he's a, guy. He's a black yeah. guy. A.S. Pandy was one of several thousand people who went on Twitter and says that uh, MSU police, I mean, they do this on purpose. Yeah. Because they, they get out there and there's a lot of people, 40% of the population will believe the first thing they read. That police have identified this shooter as a physics graduate student named Samuel Heidelberg, a white male. Even put his picture up here. Yeah. If I'm him, I'm suing this yeah, guy out of existence. Absolutely, you're a murderer, are you, sir. Yeah. And not they only did they get this. everything wrong; they got everything wrong. And they did it on purpose. Yeah. They're doing it on purpose to put it out there. Oh, by the way, Pacota comes out with their uh, sports picks every year ah. for like the. 5,000th year in a row have not picked the Braves to win the NL East. How many years will they do this before they get get around to Because realize? Because our shortstop went to New York. That's the reason. I mean, they look pick the they Mets did. every year. It doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, they pick right. the I, Mets every year. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, we're, we're on to you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> we figured it out. All right, that's a continuing <laughs> study of tips to look after your husband. Uh, oh, there, right, oh here we go. 1950s America. Make one last trip to the main part of the house just before your husband arrives, gathering up school books, toys, and paper. Yeah. Then run a dust cloth over the tables. Your husband will feel he has reached a haven of rest and yeah. order, and it will give you a lift, too, if you clear away the clutter. Yeah. yeah. Has it come to the port with the, uh, the slippers and the drink when he walks in? Uh, Let's see. Well, the next one is prepare the children. Take a few <laughs> minutes to wash the children's hands and faces, comb their hair, and if necessary, change their clothes. There are little treasures, and he would like to see them playing their part. Well, there you are. I agree. Yeah. Uh, if you want to get a, keep a witch away from you, what's the one vegetable you should eat? A witch veg, anti-witch vegetable? Uh, Frankly, if you eat this vegetable, you're going to keep a lot of people away from you. Brussels sprouts? Close. Cauliflower? No. Cabbage? It, it will keep people away from you. if you Garlic? Eat. Along that line. What else would keep people away from you with bad breath? Uh, Onions? Wow. I don't know. Pretty, all close, but there's one more. One more that you What did you say? I didn't hear you. Onions. 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 Oh, you put uh, it garlic on, onions. You put it on salads. I uh, like them. I like radishes. Them. Radishes. Really? The Anglo-Saxons believed you fast for a night, then you eat the root of a radish. The witch will not be able to harm you for a complete day afterwards. How do we turn this about me? Oh, I remember. We used to, as, <laughs> as, little, as kids, my, I, no, I, again, I'm a baby boomer, so back in the day, as a little thing, my parents uh, had us make a small garden in our backyard. Yes, sir. And we, grow, we, we, we would grow leeks, which are onions, yeah. um, and radishes. And I think we had carrots one year. So anyway, we would grow radishes. You know, act like our growing freaking it was really cool. It was really fun. Oh. And, they were, and by the way, the radishes are very strong. I mean, I love radishes. Uh, yeah, but I, I, I used to like them. I haven't seen even I haven't even seen you. a radish in decades. Every now and then, I'll buy a couple and put it in a salad because I just want. It reminds me of my grandmother. She had radishes yeah. all the time. I don't. I. I I don't remember seeing one in forever. And to bring this back around from you to me. Yes, please. When I was walking around the uh, state yesterday, yeah, no. uh, <laughs> there was an organic farmer close by who used to farm down by the, the 
trout stream. Or down by farm. the river? By the river, yeah. down, down by the river. He had a farm down by the river. Yeah. And I said, well, didn't he have trouble with, you know, rabbits and stuff like that? Yeah. She goes, no, the only thing we had trouble with were woodchucks. Ah, see? <laughs> I got a 30-30s ready to go. All right. And an AK-47. And, oh, never mind. Uh, so anyway, so I asked an old man for financial advice, and he showed me this picture. I've been trying to understand it six sense and he doesn't understand it so you describe i'm going to show it to you and you describe everybody what this picture is it's a picture of well i don't know what that is (laughs) i put my glasses back wait a minute it's it's, i see two uh it's a street yes straight uh and on either side of the street is a row of buildings and there's a woman on the left-hand side of the building walking toward me, toward the camera, and a guy walking. Oh, I see what it is. A girl's walking on the left-hand side of the street on the sidewalk. The girl is walking toward me. Mm-hmm. On the left, on, uh, in front of her is a guy, but then there's an arrow showing that he's going to cross the street and get to the other side. Right. So girl, the, the good-looking, it looks like a busty, buxom woman is mm-hmm. coming toward him, and the guy wearing sh- green shorts and a green shirt uh, t-shirt and shorts is going to go to the cross the street to get to the other side so he doesn't have to uh, uh, go in front of her or meet her. Meet her, right. All right, so what's the deal on that? That's I asked an old man for a financial... Oh, avoid women! <laughs> avoid women! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the guy of how to avoid, how to give a financial advice. Don't go near girls! Yeah, it's, it's women that are going to take out yeah. your money. Tell me something I don't know. And here's one about your uh, your car. Having uh, Daryl says, having a loud exhaust is like eating chips in church. <laughs> Everyone looks at you in disgust. Yeah. But deep down, they, they want, want something. <laughs> <laughs> give me, give me, give me. I, I had another guy come up to me yesterday just, you know, asking about it and um, what fun, you know, just yeah. fun stuff. So anyway. I, I had serious doubts I was going to get through that that road yesterday at that time. Too. Well. All right. Are you looking for our bad text theater over there? Uh, you got it yet? All right. I'll do our stupid, I'll do our truly tasteless joke. Tasteless joke. So we're warning you. Yeah, these are. In fact, I I can't read most of these. I <laughs> uh, heard about the new gay sitcom. Gay sitcom. It's called Leave It. It's Beaver. No. <laughs> and that's a mild one. All right, uh, Flounder. <laughs> what do we got here? Bad text theater. Where are we? Uh, let's see. Oh, our... we just did the toilet paper. The two old guys. What's the date? Uh, well, today is February 15th, but that's oh, not hello. important right now. now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> is it January 10th? <laughs> the bread comes first. Oh, that's weird. Uh, it's, a, it's the old ladies talking. Hold on real quick. It's, it's January 14th. It's uh, two old ladies talking. They're eating ice cream. January 14th. Uh, all right. Let's see. You the first lady or the second lady? I'll be the second. All right, you have two lines, you know. I see that because right. I'm pink, right? <laughs> That's color coordinated <laughs> That's this time. It's very hard for you to fuck this one up. <coughs> All right, here we go. Your husband is now 82 and he still enjoys chasing girls. Aren't you upset? Why should I be upset? Dog chase cars, but they can't drive. <laughs> Rub it in, ladies. <laughs> uh, boy, now Flounder, are you are you traveling? Is that your uh, deal? Uh, me and my dad are headed to Orange Beach tomorrow. Uh, uh, so Orange my Beach. Aunt, my aunt and uncle rent these really nice condo on the beach for like two months. Is this in Florida? Uh, Orange Beach is right in between yeah. Alabama and, Flo- and uh, oh. Georgia. Oh, Orange Beach? Oh, I didn't, yeah. I don't, so it's I, no, like, I don't, I'll be there. I'd say Florida. It's cool. called the Panhandle of Florida. Yeah. Well, it's good. What did yeah, I say? Did I say Georgia? Yeah. I meant Florida. Because it, it yeah, okay. it's right on the Florida-Alabama line. Because Georgia, yeah, Georgia doesn't 
go to the Gulf Coast. You know? Now, do you do, do you do, uh, do you go water skiing or fishing? Uh, or? I'm not sure what we're gonna do. I'm just kind of tagging along. So yeah. depending on the weather, yeah. Hang, but the cool thing is, is the place has a really nice like uh, downstairs gym, sauna, steam, uh, cool. jacuzzi, indoor pool. So I'm just gonna spoil myself for a couple it's, days. It's the beach, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of hard to mess up the beach, even if it's raining. Now, Pete, any uh, plans? Uh, driving, you going back to check hey, out your place if, or if any if others? Is there a second it, interview or if a, it falls through? We're we're trying to deal with the cell phone thing. And of course, there's other people looking at it. If they have no problem with the cell phone thing, then you know, they may just choose them. Yeah. But if, let's say that does happen, would you still look around that area? Is there other? Yeah, it, I like I love the area. By the way, the last two people have rented it were writers and just and rented mm. it to get away and, and write. Oh, there you are. Makes sense. All right, boys. Well, yeah. God bless America. Hoorah, Semper Fi, and I gotta go to Gilly. <laughs> look out, herp, herp. Here we go. Marketing is everywhere. From the billboards on the highways to the notifications on your phone, we are constantly bombarded with people trying to sell us stuff. What makes good marketing? Are you doing enough in your life personally and professionally to market yourself? You have questions, and the Marketing Mad Men have answers. Search the Marketing Mad Men on Google or your favorite podcast provider to get practical marketing advice from expert guests who are shaping and reshaping the business world. They say marketing is a madman's game. Join the Marketing Mad Men every Saturday at 4 p.m. to find out why. This morning in North Carolina, wheels are spinning. Determination is winning. A passion is now a thriving business and it shows no signs of slowing down. How? The power of a conversation. Like the one Clint Spiegel had with First Horizon Bank about starting a bike wheel manufacturing facility in Asheville. Now it's not just talk, it's rubber meets road. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com Clint. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Hey, Atlanta, Hudson Mason here. Is a new roof still on your to-do list, but you've been delayed due to rising home service costs? Well, here's a fantastic solution from Accent Roofing Service. Zero down, zero payments, and zero interest for a full year. That's right. You can get your new roof now and start paying next year. Act quickly because Accent's incredible offer of zero, zero, zero with a 12-month deferred payment option for a lifetime roof system isn't going to last long. Contact the craftsman at Accent Roofing Service today, accentroofingservice.com. 